Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Randy Lemons does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Welcome in. Welcome back. Good morning, everyone. We are live from the KTRH studios and uh, ready for another fun day. Yesterday, it turned out to be just a phenomenal day for Garden Line and at the Home and Garden Show. We're not broadcasting from the Home and Garden Show today because the doors don't even open till 10. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, they're still doing it at the Cypher Home and Garden Show today. If you didn't get a chance to go to it yesterday, but you want to go see uh, a lot of the clients we talk about. The Southern Front Doors was there. Um, the ground up, Cyfair, uh, Cypress Ace Hardware and Feed. Uh, there's some. There was a couple others. My brain. I should have written them all down, <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, so yeah, today is the uh, Rodeo Uncorked event. It's a much sought after ticket, and I get to be a judge at the Best Bites competition. And I really look. I look forward to it for a couple of reasons. Not because I get to like just shove my face full of food and uh, drink a bunch of wine. I like it because I get to catch up with some old friends in the business and get to see some people I haven't seen for a year or more. In many cases, uh, as we gather in the judging room, they don't let us kind of just mill about. They do keep us quarantined for the first you know thirty forty minutes, and then swift us off to the tables to, for the judging. And then after we get to the judging, then we. Uh, Get to mill about with the the masses out there, uh, trying some award-winning wines. And I actually, frankly, don't even eat any more food after I do the judging. But there's a lot of good food to be had. Uh, I plan on uh, getting in good with Ronnie Killen from Killen's Barbecue. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what else? Who else do I need? I, there's some several restaurant tours and winemakers that I can't wait to meet up with, see this morning. So with that said, we're back to Garden Line. A lot of great questions yesterday at the seminar. Um, I want to share a couple with you as we go through the day. Here's our phone number, though, if you want to get in and ask those questions, maybe in advance of me bringing them up or going through some of these emails, 713-212-KTRH, 713-212-5874. We're going to be doing a lot of talking about, I'm sure, tree trimming. Uh, um, Let me back up. Let me give a number one more time, and I'm going to go through one set of questions that happened at the seminar yesterday and happened online, well, on the phone lines yesterday as well. 713-212-KTRH. And it's been happening with email. A lot of people are a little worried that they missed the opportunity to trim their trees. 
because I'm, I tested Joey on this yesterday. I tested somebody in the audience, uh, Archie from Paraland. I've tested, I said, I think Archie's listened to this show long enough. He can answer this question for me uh, to point out that I'm getting emails from people going, look, I, ca- I just called Affordable Tree Service. They can't do it in February right now. Well, I'm sorry about that. It's their, the weather has put them behind schedule, so they're having to extend things out into March. I'm okay with that. If they tell you they can't get to March, it's okay. Affordable knows how to prune trees in the month of March. Yes, I wished everybody would have listened to me back in October, way back in October. And I said, okay, here we come. December, January, February, three best months to get your trees pruned. Go ahead and book yourself in advance. But now they weren't listening, and now they're upset, and they're upset with affordable. Don't be upset with them. The weather has really put a, a pinch on the scheduling. They will get caught up. They will get to you. Here's the number, 713-699-2663. 713-699-2663. That was fun. I made Archie stand up and say, Archie, if uh, what are the two best months you can prune a tree? He goes, January and February. I said, thank you very much. Moving on. What do you have? <laughs> I should have just made everybody stand up. What do you use around that tree when you want to do the deep root feeding yourself? What got into that? I used the top of a nitrofoss jar as a tree uh, drip line <laughs> many times yesterday. I had all these nitrofoss four pound jugs, and I was I made a little dot like it was the trunk of a tree, and looking down, and I was pointing inside and outside of the drip line with a pin going poke holes inside outside, just stagger holes inside outline and. Then, of course, what do you feed it with? We have an old tip sheet that says, I really don't care what you use as long as it's organic. Well, let me care for a second. One of the best fertilizers you can go grab if you're doing the deep root feeding of the trees yourself is MicroLife. MicroLife 624. Made a lot of recommendations of MicroLife 624 green label for deep root feeding yesterday. Made a lot of recommendations for MicroLife fruit tree food, citrus and fruit tree food. The orange label, 624, because all these people were buying uh, citrus trees right outside the door at the Harris County Master Gardener plant sale, and they did an awesome job. They had amazing plants. They had some really good-looking citrus trees out there, too. So uh, by the time I was leaving, close to 3 o'clock, they were pretty much wiped out. So I think they're still going to be there today, but no, very. don't wait till after... 11 o'clock to go buy fruit trees from the Master Gardeners over at the Cy Fair Home and Garden Show at the Berry Center. So uh, people would came in after they bought their trees, and then they kind of said, like, well, what do I feed this with? I was like, MicroLife 624, that's one of the best ones out there, but let me get back to the Green Label 624. If you're doing that deep root feeding that we talked about yesterday, a lot of people, we talked about deep root feeding of trees on their own, how to you know fashion tools, pieces of steel rebar, broken golf clubs, go invest in a soil auger. If you got a nice uh, cordless drill, 18 and up on the voltage, I have I got 20 something on my new Milwaukee. I think that that's the best thing you can do is auger the holes yourself and then just scatter with that little handheld spreader, or by hand scatter the food, let it start percolating through those holes naturally. So if you uh, want to see what these products look like from MicroLife, whether you're doing tr- deep refitting of trees or doing the fruit trees, go to MicroLifeFertilizer.com. That's MicroLifeFertilizer.com. You know, I don't know if when you're driving in today, but me coming in from the northwest side, Joey coming in from the south side, Joey, 
Did it pretty much mist all morning driving in for you? Yeah, it was misting last night, and then walking to my car, it misted, it, and all the way here. I come from the south side, coming you know northwest here, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I all I could think about was driving in how damp it was. I was just really fortunate to not see any wrecks. I thought people were going to spin out because this damp roads, you know, just collects things. Well, yesterday was worse than this morning. Yesterday was really, really wet. And driving then, in? Yeah, and uh, also well, driving home as well. I, huh. I got stuck on uh, 59 and, and uh, 45 forever because somebody spun out right there in the middle of the... I was worried about that. And it, it started to worry me um, around the house in certain places. This dampness is leading to more mold, mildew, and algae. The yeah. good news is, you know what I didn't have to give away yesterday that I really wish we had? Wet and forget. Wet and forget, yeah. When we do the home and garden shows, we've always been blessed with a bunch of wet and forget. Now, I, I turned my – here, blame me. I turned them down a couple of weeks ago. They wanted to know if we needed some giveaways. But I said, I got so much to give away. And yet I did. I gave it all away yesterday. Just give it away. I bet you could have got rid of some of that wet and forget that. Yeah, I really do. Well, you know what? We've got a couple of appearances coming up that I would love to be able to give the, the wet and forget shower away because uh, I'll tell you a quick story and then we got to take a break. In one minute or less, I'll tell you this quick story. So when they introduced the wet and forget shower to us, uh, the first person to take a sample of it was not a customer of Garden Line, not a listener. It was our own Robert Reese. And Robert is like, man, this this thing is going to be a lifesaver if it does what it says it does. And it did. And he, he uses it still to this day. He's always he goes and buys it now. But he was able to test it, run it for us. And you know, he's got four kids. You know, they don't spend a whole lot of time doing deep cleaning of the bathrooms as, as much anymore, but they do use the wet and forget shower at his house. And he swears by it. He's like the biggest endorser of it than I could ever be. I love the regular wet and forget for outdoor surfaces. And I will put wet and forget outdoor to work this week at the Lemon Household because of all the rains we've been having. I've got some algae stuff building up on places I just don't want to see. And it's going to make, and this goes back to the topic at hand, it's going to make things a little slippery if I don't take care of this right away, especially on the Saltillo tile. So I will be busy with that. People like Robert still busy, always with the Wet and Forget Shower, and we will have some Wet and Forget Shower to give away in upcoming appearances. I promise you that. You can check it out at wetandforget.com. Pretty much anything that anybody considers themselves a hardware store carries these products. Uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, all the Ace Hardware stores. And again, go to wetandforget.com if you need to find someplace else to pick up both the Wet and Forget Shower and the Wet and Forget Outdoors. We'll be back in just a moment with the first round of Garden Line Calls. Here's the number. Let's get busy. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Here at Garden Line, Randy Lemon is constantly visualizing world peas. Peas. Snap, sugar, whatever. World peas. Morning, everyone. Welcome in. Welcome back, especially from yesterday. Very, very busy day yesterday. It almost flew by. After we got through that first technical glitch hour, and uh, I was I, when I was talking to somebody on the phone, I got to hear myself <laughs> again a second and a half later. 
uh, it is very awkward to do that. So you can't like you can't you just can't do it. So we'd have the people ask the question during the first hour, and we turn down their audio, and then I'd give them an answer, and we track back. But uh, it worked, and we got through the home and garden show. Every once in a while, about once out of every four or five home and garden shows, there's always one little technical glitch. Just it just happens in radio. But then the next three hours absolutely flew by, Joey. I don't know if it did for you yesterday or not. It flew by. Then I did the uh, seminar and then stayed and answered questions at the KTRH table until 2 o'clock. And then from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock, went and go met with our existing clients that were at the show and got to meet a future client. They're set to start in uh, March. It's called Ideal Security. I I'm, I don't want to give anything away right now, but I, you will be blown away. As a matter of fact, during the top of the hour or bottom of the hour, I'm, I'm going to show you a video that got shot of me trying to break in to the through the screen of a door. And, I mean, you can confirm or deny I put effort into it. I had a pretty good swing, too, there. Probably because I play racquetball still. So, uh can't wait to get the message out for ideal security and what they can do for you. Make your home look really good, but make it – there's no one's going to be able to break into that home. Joey will have to confirm that one after watching the video, but won't be able to post that video until we have every, you know all the I's dotted and T's crossed and get them into the system, start working with them. But I think that's something you could still go out and see today for yourself at the Home and Garden Show. What else do I need to talk about before we get to some garden line calls? Let me first give out the phone number because you can get in right now at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I actually have room for you right now. And yesterday that was – oh, that's right. There's something – I have a sneaking suspicion something is wrong with Miles Nursery's website. Just so everybody knows, this, this came up yesterday because I gave out the website – Someone wrote me back saying, it's not working. And I, so I tested it this morning, and you're right, it's not working. But they still will be, the website working or not, they'll still be at 5511 Toddville Road in Seabrook. Even on days like this where it's kind of light mist, you could still walk around and very seldom get rained on because they have so many trees out, out, out there covering the entire property. It's an amazing place over at 5511 Toddville Road in Seabrook. When the website is working, it's a Moz Nursery, M-A-A-S, MozNursery.com. And um, they really are easy to get to. If you don't know where 5511 Toddville Road is in Seabrook, like we said yesterday, just go plug it in on your phone, your smartphone. Just plug in that, that address, 5511 Toddville Road, Seabrook, Texas. And it's so easy to get to right off of 146. So anybody that lives around, you know, League City, Clear Lake, Laporte, Baycliff, Akima, Seabrook, Texas City, this is your go-to garden center because they have everything I talk about, but they are an eight-acre eclectic gardening paradise. And I mean paradise. When you go in there, you've, if you follow us on Facebook, we have posted so many great uh, pictures, especially in some videos of how magnificent this place looks. And of course, they have certain specialty areas, too, like... Just gardening near the water. They know how to garden landscape near the water. They know which fruit trees work best down there close to the water when you are landscaping that area. They know all about the soils. They know all about uh, 
the fertilizers, which ones to use here. And they specialize in things like Japanese red maples. They definitely specialize in hibiscus, tropical-looking plants, tropical flowering plants. They got you covered. So write down the address until the website gets fixed, 5511 Toddville Road in Seabrook, and they'll take really good care of you. And this is definitely one of those places where you need to name drop. We'll mention that throughout the morning. We talked about it in detail yesterday. When we send you to these places, whether it's a hardware store or a nursery, garden center, or feed store, name drop. Say, yes, Randy Lemon sent me by. Garden Line sent me by. Joey G sent me by. Now, they may not know who that is. (laughs) Sorry. The staff at Garden Line sent me by, <laughs> and uh, they'll they really will take great care of you when you do that. At uh, most of the nurseries, the garden centers, the feed stores that we send you to, the hardware stores, uh, they like to hear that because that lets them know that their marketing is working, their advertising is working, and we want it to work for them. That's what we're here for. Uh, we have uh, two really good important roles, and I'm, I'm, I'm I am paraphrasing a little bit when. When our boss, Eddie Martini, took over several years ago, uh, this cluster of radio stations and this this market for then Clear Channel, now iHeart, um, he's like, look, you guys on the air, your job is to inform and entertain people and tell them where to go buy stuff. <laughs> I like that. I was like, I can do that. I can inform. I can entertain a little bit. We're infotainers. And I could definitely tell you where to go buy stuff. And going and buying stuff from these clients, these advertisers, these people that have a marketing partnership with us, that's what keeps everybody, that keeps them busy. It keeps us on the air as long as you keep doing the business with the people we recommend. So that's one of those things that I will, I, I take very. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Very seriously, as a part of my job responsibility, is to make sure I get you to the right places and get the right products in your hand. We don't just take on every advertiser who who presents us with money. We uh, we cut we we vet them out is the best way to describe it. We do some our research. We do our background research. Is just like this ideal security I was just mentioning that you can go see today at the Home and Garden Show. We've been working with them since last I want to say October November. Uh, and so we're doing all our check, making sure that they do exactly what they're going to say and they do, and they are, and they will, and they're get ready to go in the month of March. 
But this is not somebody who just presented money to us and we took them on right away. We had to do our due diligence. We had to do our background checking. And so that when I make a recommendation for a home improvement type company or a nursery or a garden center, I uh, want to make sure I'm sending you to a place that trusts us to get that message to you guys so that you'll go out and um, bring this thing full circle from a marketing standpoint. Uh, there's some nurseries and garden centers that don't advertise on this radio show. Some choose not to. Some uh, they don't believe I have the strength in the message, they, so they will never advertise on this radio show. And there's some that just simply don't want to put that effort into financial effort into the marketing. So we don't speak for everybody who comes to us, and we don't speak for everybody just because they're a garden center here in the Houston area. We need to have make sure that partnership's going to work, and it boils down to that simple job tasks that even our boss put forth a lot. And I'm not just talking about me. Think about some of the other people up and down the hallways. Like, oh, let's use Rod Ryan. If y'all don't know this, Rod Ryan, uh, when we're walking down the halls, I it's Hey RR, Hey RL. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> We've I've known him for years, and he's one of the best at entertaining, informing, and telling people where to go buy things. <laughs> and that's kind of our responsibility if you're an on-air personality within this cluster. And I take it seriously. And I love working with new clients, but we don't just take any new client. We make sure that they are a good fit for Garden Line. And then we want you to guys to take advantage of that opportunity as well and their information and their expertise in those certain areas. I, I've been meaning to do that for a while, kind of explain the, the marketing partnerships of, of GardenLine and KTRH and how it all works, because I all get emails all the time saying, hey, how come you don't talk about so-and-so? Well, it's, I, not that I don't talk about it. Ask me, and I'll tell you about that place or that product. But if they're not marketing on GardenLine, it's out of sight, out of mind. We will be back with your GardenLine calls very shortly. Nikki's sitting by here, and we're going to do news, weather, and traffic, and then we'll tie things up with a pretty little picture on the backside with more phone calls at 713-212-KTRH. Lines open. Get in right now, 713-212-5874. Morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is the guard line. Okay, back to normal. Let's start with Kirk and Kingwood. <laughs> Apologize for that, Kirk. I got uh, jumped the gun a little bit there. No problem. What's up? I'm, I'm getting ready to compost my yard, and I was going to fertilize, get the yard ready, compost. My wife's concern is that that's too much, and that we're going to end up burning the lawn. Well, what are you going to use? Are you following my schedule? Uh. Yes, I was going to use the uh, Fosso. The Nitrofoss? Nitrofoss. Okay, the, if you use the orange bag, Nitrofoss 15510, do that like right now. Yes. And then do the compost aeration, compost top dressing a week, two weeks later, you're fine. Okay. And I mean, it doesn't make sense to fertilize and then the next day do the compost top dressing. That's a waste of money. But that's not going to burn anything up. Okay. And the next follow-up question that uh, I was just looking at straight compost and I was talking to one of the, the yards I was looking at and they were trying to sell me on a compost mulch mix. Not for top dressing a yard. Okay. We were just Thank talking about it. it needs to be vegetative compost for top dressing the yard. It needs to look like dirt. 
It's the best way to describe the best right. compost out there for top dressing a yard. If you have mulches blended in there uh, too much, then there's too much chunky wood sitting on top, and then that's going to cause nitrogen uh, fixation, in nitrogen immobilization, and it's not going to green up the yard the way it needs to because it's going to have to try to break down the chunks of wood. Okay, I appreciate the help. I'm going to get busy. If I, you know, if you live in Kingwood and you want to go see the best vegetative compost, go to uh, Warren Southern Gardens. I've had, I've worked with their compost before, and it's impressive because it does. It looks like dirt. Uh, That's one of the spots we were looking. Yeah, stick with that. I can't imagine anybody else up in Kingwood specific that has a better looking compost. Uh, there's not a lot of choices out there. Yeah, and though anybody else that's a mulch soil yard that's trying to convince you that they've got a mulch compost blend for top dressing yard, then they're, I hate to use the word, but they're idiots or they are scam artists, one of the two. All right. Thank All right. you for your help. Now, um, compost and mulch blend as a bed topping, as a weed control topping, in a raised bed, I'm fine with that, but I don't. I really don't want to see a whole lot of mulch in a compost top dressing of a yard. I need you to think about that. What it takes in the soil to break down chunks of wood causes what we call nitrogen immobilization because it's going to use all the nitrogen to break down the wood, and it's not going to use the nitrogen to green up the grass. Hmm, makes sense, huh? Let's go next to Jason in Pearland, as promised, at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. You can grab Kirk's open line right now at 713-212-KTRH. Jason, good morning. Hey, Randy. How you doing? I'm good. What can we help you with? Hey, so, um, yeah, I live on some acreage myself, and I've got a big driveway between my house and my barn, and my, uh, my wife has me, you know, lighted up like a prison yard. And but uh, last year I had a severe uh, breakout of June bugs now, uh, which are grub worms. But back in November, when I put out, uh, I fertilized my yard with some sweet green. I also put out an insecticide, kind of along the same line. You know, you know, I think I got it at Ace Hardware, or whatever. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, to control that, I was fixing to fertilize again. Uh, you know, within the next couple of weeks. And uh, should I go ahead and put out another uh, round of insecticide to kind of uh, control the grubs? Well, the problem with that is that there's really only one type of insecticide that controls grub worms, in my humble opinion, here in southeast Texas. You can go buy a bag of anything that says grub control on it, but that's not the type of grubs that we have down here in Southeast Texas. You buy a, a bag of a national company, um, and just because it has the word grub control on it doesn't mean it works because it's not the same type of grub that we have. Okay? So you need to understand that. And it seems to be a waste of money. The one grub control that I know works is halofenazide. And that is a specific product, and there's not very many people that make halophenazide. There's one company, uh, it's uh, Fertilome, is the parent company of it, and they make a product called Natural Guard 
grub control, natural guard grub control, and it is halo finicide based. So it's a matter of getting online and looking where natural guard grub control. I cannot tell you where they are because they don't market through Garden Line anymore. They made a decision a long time ago to kind of get in bed with big box stores, and that's kind of changed the way they marketed things because we don't send people to big box stores here. That was their decision. I understand it, but uh, they don't get the message out, so I don't know where their products are anymore. Okay. All right. Okay. I may check with Southwest and see. Southwest Fertilizer will have it. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, that's my favorite place to go. That'll work. Then. Me up that they closed the one in Pearland. Yeah, I know, but that's because they just couldn't find enough really good people to run two different stores. Yeah. Hey, one more quick question. Now, the uh, I've got some uh, broadleaf weed killer. It's not the cold. Can I still use the regular broadleaf right now? No. Okay. You don't want to do that because it'll burn up grasses. Okay. That's okay. why we so focus on the, the cool season herbicides at this time of the year. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Okay. Hey, enjoy your show. Thank All right. You. Thank you. Appreciate that. We'll take a quick little break. We'll be back with a couple more calls to end off this hour. Doesn't mean you can't call in if you don't mind hanging on hold during the top of the news break. Uh, That means you'll be the first one up during hour number two, 713-212-KTRH, 713-212-5874. I'm Randy Lemon, and this is The Garden Line. Who cares about world peace? If the neighbors could get on Randy's lawn schedule, that's good enough for us. Morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is The Garden Line. I know it's early, 6.51 on your radio dial right now here at 740 KTRH, but we are already pretty full on the board, so we try to get as many calls as we can into the top of the hour. If you we don't get to you right away, hang tight. Go through the news break with us, and then we'll get to your call first thing next hour. We start this segment off with Brian in League City. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. What can we help you with? I have two questions. I've been trying to locate a place where I could find and buy a ponderosa lemon tree. Uh, I had one at my at my ex's house has got it. I planted it about, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. It does great. It produces these grapefruit-sized lemons, and uh, they're really sweet-tasting and good. But uh, when I look online... I don't find any place locally that I could buy it. The, uh, most of the places I see you can buy it is in Florida. And uh, somebody gave me that plant that I planted. I'm pretty at sure I saw one just the other day over at the Arbor Gate. you got to be willing to drive somewhere on this. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. The Arbor Gate has definitely got pretty much everything that everybody was looking for at these fruit tree sales. Uh, had you called yesterday? 
Yeah. I could have sent you to the Galveston County fruit tree sale, but that was a one-day-only event. I'll bet you money they had it. There's a possibility that this coming Saturday it might be at the Harris County Precinct 2, which is in Pasa, Get Down, Dina. Uh, they might have one. I don't have their list of plants, but they there's a good possibility they might have one. I know. Okay. I know – Arborgate had one, so what I would do if I were in your shoes is I'd look up their phone number, I'd call them, yeah. and ask. I know you have pretty much every fruit tree, according to Randy. Do you have a ponderosa lemon? Okay, I'll they do did a couple of months ago. Okay, and the other question was, uh, I took uh, one of the fruits from my uh, ex-wife's house, and uh, she gave me one, and I cut it up and got the seeds out and tried to plant the seeds, and I'm having a tough time getting those seeds. What are we talking about? The ponderosa. Oh, yeah. You, you, you cannot grow. 90% of the citrus is grown from grafting, not seeds. Okay. Okay. All right. That's well, why. I'll give Arborgate a try. Yeah, just then. look up arborgate.com on the web right now. Arborgate.com. The phone number's right there at the top of their webpage. And after about 10 o'clock this morning, give them a holler. Uh, I believe they don't open till 10 on Sundays, but just give them a, a ring and hopefully someone will say, you know, look, do we still have any Ponderosa lemons? And they'll tell you right away. And if the, that's a no-go, then I would look into going to the Harris County Precinct 2 Master Gardener Fruit Tree Sale uh, in Pasadena. I can get you more information on that if you need it. Just give me a holler back if that's the case. Maryland's in Midtown up next. Morning, Maryland. Good morning, Randy. What do you do if you've got these weeds... And it keeps raining and the wind blows. Well, like if it's dollar weed, like it says on the comment line on your call, on the call screener, uh, we definitely hit that with a... We just need six hours of no rain. <laughs> Don't laugh. We just need six hours of no rain to hit it with... it needs to be dry when you do it, right? No. Oh, it don't. It just needs to not rain off in six hours. Pardon me? It needs to not be rained on six hours after the application. Okay, and put extra surfactant in with it. Yeah, if you add the surfactant, it doesn't matter if it rains. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're putting it on wet blades anyway, because that surfactant is going to help the what you're spraying on there stick and push the other water off to the side, so to speak. But we have had plenty of opportunity in the last week to do weed killing with broadleaf weed killers. Just make sure you add a little bit of surfactant to it so you know it's sticky. Dollarweed is the most needed, is has the need for more surfactant than probably any other weed out there. Clover, dollarweed, uh, sticky weed, the Velcro weed. That needs, you've got to have some surfactant in the weed killer that you're using from time to time. No, I'm not. I'm not. I was... Doing something real quick here. So hopefully, does that help, Marilyn? Yes, I, I would just go. I can just go ahead and do the whole yard with that. Yeah, just make sure it's not raining within the next six hours after the application. And I get and get in the way, get going the same way the wind's going. <laughs> yeah, I mean normally in the mornings it's less windy. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Normally in the mornings it's it's less windy. It's just statistically, historically. However many ickleys that we can put in there, that's why they recommend doing irrigation early in the mornings. Uh, Less wind, you get more coverage, less evaporation because it's less wind. And same thing when you're doing weed killing. Now, the only thing I'm going to catch her on, she said, do the entire yard. If your whole yard is 100% weeds, uh, okay, but 
we when we use broadleaf weed killers like the cool season herbicides, it is quote unquote a spot treatment. We're not trying to do wall-to-wall treatments with this. We just need to coat the leaves of the weeds we want killed. Kill that weed. But it is really, the weather has not been highly cooperative, even though I put out that message Thursday. Hopefully some people took advantage of it. Yesterday, even though it was damp, you could have gotten out there and done some weed killing. You can get out there and put things out like... Bonide Weed Beater Complete as well and get your pre-emergent herbicide in with a little broadleaf weed killing. A little more detail on that when we get to the next hour because I know I've got some Bonide products I want to talk about. If you've got a question and your name is anybody other than Marty in Fairfield, you better call in right now. Get in behind Marty, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. We got you here all the way until 10 o'clock. So, uh, hopefully... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You'll find time to get your question in. Downstairs to go see if there were any breakfast sandwiches left in the coolers. There's there's plenty of po boys. <laughs> this, is, this is this is radio. All we do is talk on microphones and eat. Yeah, uh, I mean it's nice that they have that way to purchase food down yeah. there. I, I totally appreciate that. But man, the breakfast foods are wiped out constantly. Yeah. There's no one here on the weekends. I mean, it's, they're eating it during the week it's fast the week, and furious. It's gone, yeah. <laughs> I could I could have done with a, a good, you know, any kind of biscuit, muffin uh, with egg and yeah. sausage or bacon, and I needed that this morning. Yeah, had no. to settle for chips. Yeah. They got some nice. Like, I could have done something healthy. I could have done oatmeal, but yeah, they got some hummus down there. I saw that. I came close. <laughs> came close to the hummus. So I, I mentioned we had a lot of really good questions yesterday. Uh, Somebody brought up the 15510 and wanted to know, I found a 15510 with wheat and feet. Can I use it? No! 
do not, if you're going to follow the schedule, how do I say this? Commit to the schedule for one year. I promise you, you'll see a difference unless you just have really bad soil. We make the one assumption that the schedule works because it you have decent soil, decent and above soil. Your soil is horrible. I don't care what you use. Nothing's going to work. So with that said, got to give away a ton of Nelson plant food yesterday, the Color Star. That was fun to give away because they're little one-pound bags. Uh, but when it comes to giving a slow, controlled release to blooming plant foods, this that didn't exist until 1989. Man, it was a, when did Garland? Yeah, somewhere in the late 80s. Dean Nelson, Nelson Plant Food, was running his uh, dad's fertilizer plant, and he decided there was a need, thanks to some landscapers out there who work many properties. And I think Shell gas stations were the properties that first got to try this. And they needed something they could put out there when they planted the flowers that they didn't have to go back every two weeks and do water-soluble plant foods. Because if you think about it, that's what, you know, the 1530-15s, you know, the blue crystals that you did. That's what you put out every two weeks to keep flowering plants going. Well, a invented came up with this product back in the late 1980s that you could put out when you're planting your flowers and you got three months at least of blooming action. Slow or controlled release blooming plant food. That's the beauty of Nelson Color Star. Been around for a long time, been a part of Garden Line for a long time. They took a break, but they're back and they're I'm proud to have them on and be able to tell their story from time to time. I'll tell you more stories about Dean Nelson, Nelson Plant Food. But they're on their third generation of the family and their third generation of their fertilizer plant. Had a couple yesterday say they always make a trip out once a year to Nelson Plant Foods fertilizer plant so they can buy a big bag of Color Star on their own. And, of course, it saves them a ton of money. Big bag of Color Star, and then they use it throughout the year on when they replant flowers. I thought, y'all, that's smart. Uh, check out the website, nelsonplantfood.com, so you can learn what we're talking about. Uh, we had the gentleman, what was it, in uh, Par- was it Pearland? The gen- uh, gentleman in Pearland, is Jason, I think, said, yeah, I go to Southwest Fertilizer a lot. And I was, I, it made me smile. He goes, I wish they were still a, uh, had their location in Pearland. Hey, be glad we still have at least the Southwest Fertilizer. I mean, if we ever lose the Southwest Fertilizer, um, I, it's going to be a very sad day for gardening and landscaping and feeding animals here in the Houston area. It started as a feed store back in 1955, and feed stores became the go-to place for homeowners that wanted to fertilize their yard and get the knowledge. Like I was just trying to lay that knowledge on you about 15-5-10 versus high nitrogen fertilizer. They've been laying that knowledge on you when you come in there with your questions all the time. Bob Patterson and his staff uh, take really good care. I was over there just the other day talking to Aaron, and Aaron and I were kind of getting into a discussion. And, Have you heard about this product? Have you heard about this product? And we want to make sure we're always on the same page. So it's a good relationship that we have with them, and they've been a part of Garden Line since it was a farm and ranch show uh, many, many years ago. They're at the corner of Bisnet and Renwick, and they're always open on Sundays, too. So you can get there today to get any of these products I talk about, from fertilizers to compost to bags of soil. They've got starters for the vegetables and herbs. They've got seeds for every vegetable and herb you could ever want, and they will get you going this year with vegetable gardening, with your lawn, your landscape. And they got all the tools to take care of you as well. Corner of Bissonette and Renwick, online at southwestfertilizer.com as well. Let's um, get to the board of calls. We got uh, Marty in Fairfield gets us started this hour. Morning, Marty. Morning, Randy. What's up? Um, question. One of my family members just bought a home, and they're having drainage issues between the houses. She uh, wants to be able to look out her 
uh, den window and see something other than brick and uh, a fence. And she wanted a rose, but they're having the drainage issues. And I told her, I said, well, we can go put a bunch, you know, a couple bags of rose soil and build up. And she's not a gardener at all. Uh, totally different from, you know, the rest of our family. So I was trying to think of some things, and I told her, um, I suggested looking at a plumbago or a drawn to blue, goldenrod. And then I started thinking of a star jasmine. But because it stays a little moist, she does get six to eight hours of sunshine, and she wants something that blooms most of the year. The only thing I can come up with is a rose in a raised bed. And then she likes the Althea, and I said, nope, they don't like wet feet. So I was going to see if you had some sort of suggestion that would take a little bit of moisture, even if I do raise it up. Um, I, my first go-to answer on that is going to be the umbrella plant, the papyrus umbrella plant. Never heard of it. You have a copy of Texas Tough Gardening, don't you? Yeah, but, mm. There's a chapter in there called Plants That Like Wet Feet. Oh, okay. So go through those and look up and cross-reference those with maybe something she might like, but... I, if I don't want to see brick outside of a window, and I know that area is a drainage problem, I'm automatically going to go to an umbrella plant. Okay, I think I gave my book to my mother. Um, but, <laughs> well, well, let me help let you in on this. Mom, call mom. Mom, I need you to read off the plants and the plants that like wet feet chapter, okay? Well, she's, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> she just got moved, so she threw everything out. But does it bloom? Does it have flowers? It's, it has the, the unique structure at the top, the umbrella type structure at the top. So it's not about flower. You you can't focus on flowers and plants that like wet feet. You just unless okay, it's Louisiana iris. You can do that, but that's never going to get tall enough to block the view. Right. I, I agree. And so that was forget the flowers. Thought. Go for a unique looking plant that's pretty to look at. Right. Okay. So umbrella and any other suggestions? Uh, does does Gar- uh, Arborgate have an umbrella? I don't know. I really don't. Okay. Okay. I well, honestly do not know. All right. <laughs> if I build it up, though, with some rose soil, can I Well, I don't up? like that idea because, first of all, you need to fix the drainage problem. If they don't fix the drainage problem... The uh, builder won't do it. Yeah. If, Everybody out there has... If the no one problem. fixes the drainage problem, then you're going to have to stick with a plant that likes wet feet, period. Building okay. up a bed on top of a wet area just moves the problem closer to the house. That's true. Okay. And they don't even have a swell... You know, that kind of goes down a little bit to let the water drain out to the front. Um, the other one was. Uh, oh. I'm looking at a list of my suggestions, some of my suggestions that like wet feet, and none of them are going to get tall enough to block the view. There's swamp hibiscus, there's some iris, there's some uh, cannas no. that do that, elephant ears, but none of those are going to be big enough. And no. that's why the papyrus is such a, a kind of no brainer in this situation. Spell papyrus. P A P Y R U S. Okay. I'm not looking at that spelling right now. That was just a guess. Okay. But it's really, it's always known as umbrella plant. Okay. Okay. I'll look that up. All right. 
Dogs, dogs trying to get your attention. <laughs> we'll get back with Bob from Friendswood, Dave in Willow Bend, and Richard in New Braunfels right up the next alley here. We'll take a quick little break, and we'll do the next three calls coming right up. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. We were talking about potting soil in the first hour. I want to give another name of a potting soil that you can always trust. It's called Jungle Land. There's Jungle Land Flower and Vegetable and Jungle Land Water Saver Mix, depending on whether you're doing flowers, vegetables, and herbs or in pots or whether you're doing other uh, like green plants like the indoor potted plants i love the water saver for the indoor potted plants jungle land comes out of the nitro false warehouse they took over the jungle land uh, labels uh, just two years ago i think and uh, so that means where you find the nitrofoss products, you will find the Jungle Land. And we have several potting soils we can recommend because they work for this area. Don't ever buy a potting soil cheap from a dollar store. Don't ever buy a potting soil cheap from a big box store. Invest in the right types of soils like Jungle Land, and your potted plants will do so much better. And, of course, that means all the greater Houston H retailers have it. That means all the... Um, the nurseries and garden centers that carry nitrofoss will have it as well. And I'll go through that list a little bit later on today when we start talking about the sweet green and we start talking about the nitrofoss four-pound jugs. Be prepared to you know write down any of the places near you that I mentioned for the nitrofoss and, in this case, the Jungle Land products. Garden Line, where compost happens. Yeah, that is happening for real. Yeah. Hi, morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Garden Line. I've got Bob, Dave, and Richard. Ladies, where are you this morning? 713-212-KTRH, 713-212-5874. I like the way you put it off the air. If he's having to buy, (laughs) if he's having to ask whether something from a big box store is a good product, he's got inherent problems with this whole process. Do you listen to the show at all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he may have just stumbled across what seemed like a really good deal. And that's the other thing. The high nitrogen fertilizers, because it's only nitrogen, and that is the cheapest of the elements, I think, that they go out and get and put in fertilizer formulas. If you're finding a a bag of fertilizer for less than $20, that, to me, should raise a really big red flag. You know, ours are, you know, what we cover for around 7,000 or more square feet with most of the fertilizers we recommend is roughly $30 a bag. You can find it as little as $24, $25 a bag. You can find it for as much as $35 a bag. But that's that range. If anything's less than $20 a bag, which I think that's what that guy was looking at, I want to say it was like $13.99 for a $29.04. That, like, my spider senses go off on something like that. It's the same thing with mulch deals. You know, when, when you have five bags for $20, okay, five bags for $10, that is going to raise my spidey senses. That cannot be good quality material if they're selling five bags of mulch for $10, $12. Something is up there. It's usually probably just recycled wood from pallets and landscape timbers and then dyed. That's usually the cheapest type of mulches out there by the bag. All right, no, don't don't get me off on this tangent. Let's get back to some calls. Bob, Friendswood, good morning. Good morning, Andy. What's up? We, we have a uh, bed that's been problematic for us since we've been in this house. Uh, the house faces northwest, 
we have an oak tree in the front, and this bed gets uh, all shade until the afternoon. Then it gets a few hours of intense sunlight. Right now we have some roses and bottle brushes in there, but nothing seems to do that very well right there. Uh, we need something that's miniature, and also there's a brick backing where I don't know if that the bricks get real hot, if that's a factor and stuff not doing well there. But didn't know if you had some recommendations and something we could put in that bed. Well, right off the top of my head, I, I wouldn't do anything but ground cover underneath a, tree, a big oak tree like that. You're, that's your problem. You're dealing with root competition from the tree. You can't make a raised bed underneath that tree or you'll suffocate the root system of the tree. And then uh, you're dealing with plants that really actually need more shade, even though they're going to get a couple hours of sun late in the day. And uh, anything you just mentioned needed full day sun. So if you want to start looking at some ground covers things like ferns and uh, gingers variegated gingers things that can handle the shade throughout the day but still get a little bit of sun and not burn them up completely i'd start looking at some what i consider ground covers uh you have mondo grasses uh, monkey grasses i still like the the ginger idea the variegated ginger is a really good look underneath there mix that with some ferns and then you got some great ground cover type plants that will be bigger than a grass, taller than a ground cover like Asian jasmine, but handle that couple hours of sun late in the day. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, Randy. You bet. And every, you've seen everything you mentioned from roses to calistamine and bottle brush. They can't handle that. They need more sun than they do shade. Okay, sir. Uh, it- you think it's a factor having the bricks on the back? I mean, you think it might be getting too hot? No, I don't think that's the only answer because that's only a couple months out of the year. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Um, Let's get this question started and see if we have enough time to answer it. Dave and Willow Bend, I may have to put you on hold. Got news, weather, and traffic coming up, but let's get you started, Dave. Let me be quick. I've got a, a piece of grass. It's about nine by fifteen, and I want to turn it into a fern garden. I want to get. Do you have enough shade? Uh, there's. It's on the west side of the house, but there's a big tree. Uh, it does get uh, some good sun, but also some shade. Okay. Yeah, I think you can do that. Yeah. Uh, how do I get that grass out of there? How do I prepare the bed? And I've I've got a a, a girlfriend who's going to be mad at me if I use weed killer. Well, then make a homemade weed killer out of vinegar solution. So we're going to kill it just like we would any grass. Kill it, till it out, and then we're going to, instead of filling with dirt, we're going to build the bed now for the ferns. And you don't need like a 10, 12-inch raised bed for ferns. You only need like 4 to 6 inches of really good rose soil. So I I mix, what, vinegar and water and spray Uh, it on there? Actually, vinegar, a little dish soap. Actually, you just go buy it straight to use. It's called a 20% vinegar solution. Uh, You're in the Willow Bend area. Where do you do your shopping for garden products? I don't know. Okay, well, you can go to any feed store, any nursery or garden center that has organic. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Products, they'll have 20% vinegar solution. And uh, that's what you're going to use instead of a chemical. And it really is a natural roundup for all intents and purposes. And when we come back, I'll read off a recipe for our own homemade Roundup with vinegar. This is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. I did this karaoke once. I would have liked to see that. <laughs> I didn't do the Uga Chaka part. Oh, that's the best part. Uh, <laughs> let me get back to the calls. we got a full board, so let's do this. Uh, Richard in New Braunfels up next. Richard, good morning. Morning, Randy. What's up? Hey, I'm on your schedule and had a question about a liquid herbicide, and I know that you recommend uh, granular form because it's more cost-effective, but didn't also know if it was more just effective in general because I'm going to buy some, well, my father has some property, and we were thinking about buying some Dimension 2E, I believe. So I wanted to get your thoughts on applying using. If you can get liquid schedule. Dimension and you can afford it, I'm all for it. So what would be the cadence in, in regards to involving it in your schedule? It's the same thing. You know, pre-emergent herbicide, you're just putting it out. So it lasts as long, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It depends on the rain. <laughs> Of course. It really depends on the rain. Okay. Did you get the email that I that I sent the picture? I just of that pulled stuff? up the email. Yeah, that's a big old and that thing ain't not cheap. No, it's not. That's uh, why I said like I wished it was more affordable to do liquid pre-emergent herbicides. In some cases, it's more effective because okay. you know you're getting I I call it like 100% coverage. Yeah. But it is not cost effective. No, it's not. You can only get it at feed stores, too. Right. They don't sell it uh, in nurseries and garden centers. So I'm, okay, I so mean, if cost is no object, green light, dude. Go for it. Pump, pump up sprayer, and that's fine and everything, right? Yep. Okay. That was my question. That was it. Thank you. You bet. Um, uh, that big old jug of the dimension, um, we're talking a couple hundred bucks versus, you know, $12.99 to cover... 5,000 square feet with a granular. It's interesting. I don't even know what the dis, uh, distillation rate is. I don't know. I've never tried to use that big of a jug because it's just not cost effective. I don't even use pre-emergent herbicide on my property anymore. I really don't. That's one of those you got to put in one of those big jugs. In the right. Trailer, you know? It should actually. It's the kind you use on a big uh, apparatus on the back of a tractor spraying the entire property. So here's the homemade weed killer. You use and it just use the vinegar straight. Seriously, it will burn it all up. One gallon of vinegar, mix two cups of Epsom salt in there, and anywhere from an eighth to a quarter a cup of uh, good old fashioned like Dawn dish soap. Not things with antibacterial agents, just the good old blue stuff. 
could be palm olive too if it's just the good old green stuff but you're trying to mix that in there and it'll kill pretty much anything green that you spray it on it will burn it all right will not have a systemic effect in the soil it'll just burn the tops because it's acidic acid so it'll burn the tops that's if you have to do a homemade version that's natural a organic weed killer that some people need well, I tell you what, poor Roundup is just taking it on the chin. Monsanto bear now since they took that over. Uh, because, I mean, you know it works. And you and me spraying cracks and crevices and killing little parts of the yard is not a problem to our health. The problem to the health is all the massive misuse, abuse of glyphosate herbicides in agricultural fields and on golf courses and on uh, grounds like the guy who won the lawsuit, you know, he was a groundskeeper for a school. And so he's just spraying this stuff <laughs> everywhere and it was getting on him. You don't want it to get on you. Yeah, I get that. But when I'm spraying a cracker or crevice, I'm not getting it on me. And therein lies the rub. Angelia in Pearland. Good morning. Good morning, Randy. How can we help you? I have moved into an apartment with a wonderful porch that gets the east, the sun in the morning. And I was interested in growing fruit trees, small miniature fruit trees. I saw a lemon tree on another lady's porch, and I just wanted some recommendations on uh, what type of soil, what type of plant would would grow there well. Do you want a book (laughs) that we don't do on radio, but... Um, oh, okay. I would encourage you to get my, a copy of my book, Texas Tough Gardening, because we have everything that has to do with the soils and the right varieties for this area when it comes to citrus and all the different citrus. My problem for you is going to be, I don't think you have enough sun if it only faces east. Oh, okay. You have to have six or more hours of sun to grow fruit trees. I didn't know that. I, I, it, 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 gets a, it gets about four hours worth of sun. I mean, you so can try it, and if you're going to try it, then try a, uh, try a Meyer lemon. Meyer lemon. Meyer or Meyer's lemon. Uh, that's going to be the best in a container. You want to okay. have, uh, just like we talk about with our building the beds in the book, we want to make a, a rose soil compost combination like we're building a vegetable bed of soil. Oh, wow. But we're going to put that in a container with really good drainage, and exactly. we can get a uh, a Meyer lemon started. The only problem with trying to grow a citrus tree and that you're mm-hmm. you're not going to get fruit for the first two years if you follow the logic that we talk about in the book, and that is okay. you have to remove the fruit for the first two years and just grow the tree out. And, I understand that. Okay. I'm, I'm in for the haul. I'm, okay. I'm in for the haul. I would try that, and if not, then try a uh, try a lime tree. Any of the lime trees are going to be small enough to really do you well on there, especially a, a key lime. Now, if it gets below 30 degrees on the key lime tree any day, you really need to do a good job of covering it or bringing it in or making sure you provide a heat source and covering it on on really hard freeze nights. Okay, okay. I can do that. Okay. Oh, that was my question. You got it. And yeah. uh, if you ever get a chance, get the copy of the book, Texas Stuff Gardening. We were... Signing lots of those copies yesterday. Had some fun with that because this is it. Um, I'm down to just a few more boxes I've had held on to because I have several speaking engagements over the next few months uh, to try to get me through May with enough books for these appearances and speaking engagements. Uh, then this summer, we start digging in on the next book, and we're tentatively entitling it Gulf Coast Gardening 2020 with Randy Lemon. And 
if you ever had the book Gulf Coast Gardening, I, I loved that book. Is you know, kind of my first self-published book, and I'm very proud of that book. But gosh, 16 years later, <laughs> some of that stuff is so dated. Some of those plants we don't recommend anymore. Some of those soils we definitely don't recommend anymore. Lots of those mulches we don't recommend anymore. So it's kind of it needs a, a total update, but it's going to be totally revamped. A lot of different chapters, too, compared. But I like the title enough, and we're coming up on the year 2020, and we need that clear vision in our gardening practices here. So I love the idea of garden, uh, Gulf Coast Gardening 2020 with Randy Lemon. And kind of makes sense to me. I don't know about y'all. All right, uh, let's go next to Donald in spring. Donald, good morning. Good morning. How are you? What's going on? Um, I've got a lot of trees in my backyard, and... Um, the grass has disappeared. It's pretty much just dirt. Yeah, we a couple of calls ago, we were talking to that gentleman about ground covers that can enjoy the shade. That's kind of your boat, too, but you need the true ground covers like the Asian jasmine, Algerian ivy, English ivy, uh, the monkey grasses, liriopes. You know, those are the things that... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Work well in the shade, ferns, versus because of the root competition of the tree. Kids, you can't just come in there and build beds underneath the tree. You'll suffocate the tree's root system. Oh, okay. So I have to be careful about the, how it, how the, the, whether the stuff runs up on the, the base of the tree? No. You just can't put, you know, six inches of soil and plant plants. You have to be able to bring in maybe just a couple inches of good row soil blended into the existing soil and plant wherever you can amongst the roots of the tree. Yeah, the, the soil is kind of, it's not exactly good soil, I don't think. But you're in the spring area, If you, I don't know if you've ever taken the time to drive into, like, the interior of town, uh, Bel Air, uh, the Rice University area, Tanglewood area, where the trees are you know, well over 100 years old, and all those lawns went bye-bye years ago, and they started putting things like Asian jasmine, dwarf monkey grass. Those are the yards now. It's ground covers, not grass. Uh, another thing I'm concerned about is uh, uh, our paver, pavers are going to be pretty expensive. Uh, I'm going to need something to be able to walk on, aren't I, in the middle of all You that. don't need pavers. You just need a flagstone walking path in, amongst the plants. Okay. Or a wood walk, a wooden walk, walk. I wouldn't do a wood walk. Okay. Pavers. Okay. Uh, the last thing. I didn't, I, don't, I didn't say do pavers either. I said do flagstone. Flagstone. Okay. Um, it's very cost effective. Another thing is in the in the uh, in the fall when the leaves fall, how can you get that up? I mean, some of that stuff would be hard. They make uh, things called blowers. <laughs> you, I get in there with my blowers and blow the stuff out of my Asian jasmine beds all the time. Okay. The blowers, and you just you have to do it a couple times a year, and they actually have uh, blowers that reverses vacuums too now. Okay, I was thinking there was some sort of a vacuum system that I. Could they are. Uh, they're a little more expensive than a regular blower, but. Uh, I used to experiment with that when I had a house in Cyprus before I moved to Tomball. Um, the, the property came too big to use a vacuum, so uh, between me and my couple of blowers and uh, the guys I use on my crew, 
we just get out there and we take the leaves or the pine needles out in certain cases, and we're just blowing a few times a year just to get the leaves out of there. But if that's all it takes. Gather them up. Go put them in a compost pile. This, and you have vegetative compost. Ba-boom. Leaf mold compost. This is the Garden Line, News Radio 740 KTRH. If your name is Ted and Spring Branch, Sharon in West Houston, and Stephen Sugarland, hang tight, okay? You're going to definitely be the next callers up here on the Garden Line. Before I get to the full break, though, let me remind everybody that if you need a landscaper to come in and redo those beds, you know, landscapes aren't permanent. They, 20 years after a house has been built, you should consider the entertain the thought of redoing the landscape. And I want you to work with somebody not only knows how to redo landscapes, put in new landscapes. They know the drainage and irrigation uh, hurdles every step along the way. And now they know and are really good at incorporating hardscapes, working with the stones, working with the water, working with the fire, working with the, the landscape lighting, the hardscapes part of landscaping. Not everybody can do it, but Peerscapes can. 281-370-5060. If you didn't get a chance to go read the profile we did on the Pierces, uh, Tom and Becky Pierce, I think you should go back to the Garden Line webpage and read that. It's a great profile. Uh, they, he actually called and thanked me personally for that the other day, and I was like, thank you for uh, being a part of Garden Line because we know that you're going to take care of the Garden Line listeners. 281-370-5060 and Pierscapes, P-E-A-R-C-E, Pierscapes.com. Garden Line. Green is all there is to be. Where it's easy being green. And green can be cool. All right, let's get as many calls in as possible. This worked yesterday at the tail end of one hour. We're going to rapid fire. You guys, uh, I've got five calls on the board, so uh, I want to make sure that we can try to get everybody in so they don't have to hang on during the top of the hour of the news break. Uh, we said we were going to start with uh, Ted and Spring Branch. Ted, go for it. Yeah, Randy, I've got a front yard that's covered with clover and these small woody green plants. Uh, I planned on spraying 41%. Glycophosphate on it. You will kill everything, including grasses, if you do that. Well, there's no grass. Okay. It's covered with this stuff. But will it affect, uh, I've got some fruit trees, pine trees. It shouldn't be a problem. I personally, if I didn't want to have any, I'll take that back. Since you say there's no grass, go for it. <laughs> Just make sure you add a little surfactant to the mix. And you will kill anything green that it touches. So as for the fruit trees, as long as you're not spraying it on the leaves of the tree or a plant that you want to save, you're fine. That's the idea. It's a contact on the green type of kill. It's uh, And that is the strongest percentage glyphosate you can use. But it will kill everything. If you're trying to save any St. Augustine or Bermuda grass in the area, uh, you can kiss it all goodbye. It's all, it's all gone. I'm going to resod. Well, that's, that's part of our resodding practice, kill, till, fill, and sod. So you're doing the kill part. Now you're going to till everything up when it's dead, and then the fill part is bring in some really good enriched topsoil before you lay new grass down. All right. Well, I was going to go over with a propane torch after uh... <laughs> well, don't, I, don't do that. You'll, uh, the neighbors will call the police on you or the fire department, one of the two. Uh, but you're fine. Just do it. If you look at it as a kill, till, fill, and sod, you're dealing with the strongest percentage glyphosate out there that would, does exactly that. Here is uh, Sharon in West Houston. Sharon, good morning. Good morning. Um, you told me yesterday.
yesterday, I was on Quickfire, too, yesterday about the air plants and the ball moss. And my neighbor is growing ball moss in his um, myrtle trees and wherever it appears and telling me that it's air plant and it's starting up here in my myrtle trees, which are as old as my house, and I've been protecting them all these years, and now I'm afraid they're going to get filled up with ball moss. So you said you were going to put something on Facebook. On Facebook. I just, I've just i been a little busy with everything else I know, I know. this morning. But I am going to put a side-by-side picture of ball moss and air plant before the day is done. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you have done that yet, because you said if you could. No, ma'am. I haven't even brought up Facebook okay, at all. Well, it's I, a little too busy here this morning. I know. This is just a reminder. And okay. also, is, is there any other verbals you could give me to, uh, to give to this guy? Right now, he's all... When we give you the picture of the ball moss versus air plant, I want you to print it out. Print out a picture of that. Yeah. You can go do that right now. You can go do no, an air plant I'm versus ball moss picture. I'm not online, so I'm going to get somebody else to do it for me. Okay. Then I would print out the picture and show them the difference. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm, I'm in a state of anxiety about my murder. Well, just spray your tree. I said that yesterday. In another 30 days, spray it with a systemic fungicide. Any banner-based systemic fungicide should take care of the ball moss if you catch it early enough. He probably will not be able to catch his early enough because he thinks it's air plant, so he's been propagating it. And I can see how some people think it's one and the same, but for me, the totally different look on both angles. Uh, so we'll take care of that. I have a note right here. On this piece of paper right here, I have a note to myself to do that. My guess is it'll take place either around 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock this morning, but it's certainly not going to take place right now because i got to get through this board of calls. And next up is Steve in Sugarland. Oh, wait, I hit the right button? Did I hit the right button? One, two, three. No, I hit the wrong button. I'll let you take care of that if that's actually a call. Here's Steve in Sugarland. Morning, Steve. Hey, Randy. How you doing? Good. What's up? Um, we were results. We had our yard flooded during Harvey a couple of years ago. And ever since then, my uh, the last two winters, my yard has come back and it looks like the, the grass is totally burned. And I'm wanting to find out if I should just follow your fertilization schedule to regain yeah, I mean, again or if I need to do Dead is else. dead. Fertilization schedule doesn't work on dead. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And, uh, I don't know what your version of burnt versus a dormant lawn is, uh, but most lawns are just dormant right now and have a nice brown hue to them. You got to need to go out there, and if you pull up a chunk of grass with your hand and you get roots and brown grass and all and dirt, then it's dead, and you're going to have to redo the sodding on it. If it's just dormant grass, only brown grass blades will come up in your hand. Okay. And then we stick if, to the schedule. 
okay, if I do need to resize, what time do I do it like in March? You can do April? it tomorrow if you I, I do it tomorrow. have to redo it. But technically, if you're going to follow the kill, till, fill, and sod technique, which you were just talking about in a different angle with a guy who's going to use the, the glyphosate to kill all the weeds in his yard, well, we're going to kill everything off with a kill. We're going to till everything up when it's brown, and then it's loose soil, and then we have to figure out whether we need to fill it with some enriched soil based on the quality of the soil left behind. Kill, till, fill, and sod. So in about a two-week process, you can go from kill to resod. Okay, gotcha. doesn't matter what time of the year it is. Okay. Sounds great. Well, I appreciate it. You bet. All right, and that gets us. Can we? Do we have the time to take this last call? It's Keith in Northwest Houston. I know Chris in West Houston is going to be our first caller next hour, but I'm going to have to explain why we probably won't get to him until about eight thirty. Keith, Northwest Houston. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Randy. Hey, I'm in the middle of a new home build up here, right out of Magnolia, a little over acre lot. I got a area in the back that's uh, I don't know twenty by twenty. It's holding. Uh, couple inches of water and uh i don't know if i gotta approach it from uh you definitely have to approach it from a drainage problem if you don't fix the drainage problem you're always going to struggle um if you will hang tight i want to give you the number because he's up there he's based up there real close to you in magnolia so i can get to you real quick but uh it's uh, buddy richard with andy's irrigation and if i can find it real quick andy's sprinkler and irrigation write this phone number down you're going to be good to go uh let me get it 713-898-7055. Always assume that the drainage issue has to be resolved or you're going to struggle. 713-898. Welcome back. Welcome in. This is the Garden Line. I got a couple special guests. So if you're on hold, you're going to be on hold for a little while because I invited my friends with Atlas Foundation Repair to come in, kind of give an overview of something that's been going on that I need to talk about. Before we get to Rob and Mark with Atlas in just a second, I kind of need to remind everybody, uh, this it's kind of the PSA that we talked about yesterday, and it has to do with the sweet green. Uh, and nitrofos that is backed up in the Gulf. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but uh, the ships that were coming in from South America that has the the base material that is the sweet green is stuck out in the ship channel. And it's because everybody was trying to beat the tariff, the new tariffs coming in. Uh, but the promise is by the 18th that they should have it in the Nitro Falls warehouse. They'll bag it up again and get it out to all the locations by the end of the week. So just give it another week. If you wanted the sweet green as your early green up on our schedule, you're just going to have to wait. And you can. The early green up is a window of a month, okay? It starts usually February 15th and runs all the way through March 15th, if you will. So 
If you can't get it down today, don't panic. If you just want to use the Nitrofoss 15510, that's fine too. I did make one little promise that I would go through a list of the locations that I needed to do. So let me do that real quick. If you're going sweet green, you're doing the 15510, Nitrofoss four pound jugs, the Jungle Land uh, potting soil. Here's a quick hit on the list places like Bearings Hardware, Enchanted Forest, and Enchanted Gardens. Uh, I need to tell you about them at the bottom of the hour. They're doing a great class this coming Saturday. Uh, Plantation Ace Hardware, Katie Ace Hardware, Ace Cinco Ranch. See, there's a lot of Ace Hardwares that also carry all this Nitrofoss stuff. We knew that, right? Heat and Feed and Supply, RCW Nursery, Plants for All Seasons we were just talking about, Warren Southern Garden, Shades of Texas, Stanton's down in Alvin, Lake Hardware and Angleton include Fisher's Hardware all over the place from LaPorte to Baytown, and they'll get you covered when it comes to the Nitrofoss products. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Say good morning to Rob DeShazer and Mark Chamberlain, one of the managers. Rob DeShazer's son of the man who started Atlas Foundation Repair. And they are here because I need them to explain to me. Uh, I don't want to say it's a new service because they've always done it. But since Hurricane Harvey, a much-needed service in raising the foundations at home so they don't ever flood again. First of all, turn on your microphones and say good morning to the masses out there. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Randy. All right. No, I'm not. The, I said the masses. Oh, say good morning, everyone. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. You've done radio before. Before, I know that. <laughs> it's good to see you, though, by the way. <laughs> I haven't seen Rob in a long time. It's been a long time. Rob was out of my house personally in uh, Cyprus many, many years ago when I thought I had a fa- I tell this story. It's a true story. right? I thought I had a foundation problem. And you came out and did the tests, your high-tech equipment, <laughs> and you're like, Randy, it's just a cosmetic problem. That's right. Get, get About twenty percent of customers we go out and look at their homes, we tell them that they don't have a foundation problem. All right. And Mark, how many years you got with Atlas now? Uh... Close to eight years now. Cool. All right. So here's the point. Harvey really, in two different ways, did a number on foundations, whether raging waters around it and washing things away, or we ended up with flooding. And a lot of people have started seeing a need to raise their foundations. And that's it's fascinating to see. And I've seen it happen up in my neck of the woods on certain houses that are by Spring Creek. Uh, but you got to be able to trust the the company that's doing this. And I didn't know that there were storm chasers in raising foundations. That's it, scary. It's it's an interesting uh, thing that's happened in foundation repair as the storms have gotten bigger, as it's gotten more widespread. There's companies that are moving from New Jersey down to Houston uh, and looking to raise foundations. And then as soon as they get them done, they'll be back to New Jersey. i got to think that, Mark, that... The, anybody that's moving in from another state and up north above the Mason-Dixon line doesn't know our soils very well at all. No, they don't. And that means a lot to someone like me. If you're going to work on foundations, you better know our soils first and foremost. Oh, absolutely. And Atlas Foundation Repair has been doing it, what, since 1977, mid-70s, sometime in there to make us all feel old again. Yeah. Uh, I, I just can't understand how anybody would hire an out-of-town company or any inexperience because um, – I got to think it takes a, a awful lot of work to raise a foundation of a home without damage. <laughs> Sounds like it's just just raise it up no, without damaging the home and still get it above a, a floodplain in the future. Yeah, that's the interesting part. Actually, the lifting of the home is really the quick and easy part of it. We can lift a home in eight inches in a, about a minute or two. Then we reach, set everything up and lift it again. But the real hard part is p- pushing those pilings in the ground, making sure that you've got them in and right so it'll hold the house once it's up. Um, I, I guess I don't explain that for, to me further. One of you guys jump in on this. Uh, it's not just 
packing a bunch of clay soil on the down after you raise the home? No, it's it's a very tedious process. It's it's a hydraulic lift. I mean, the thing about it, when people are doing this process, it's a very personal decision for everybody and everybody involved, and we take it personal as well. The process the, the process is just a hydraulic process. We lift the whole house, slab and all, and you're disconnecting plumbing, you're disconnecting the AC, the whole nine yards, and depending on how high, we've lifted houses as high as six feet. And I, I envision that. I've seen it, like I said, near Spring Creek, and I've seen it six, eight. I've seen it raised up 10 feet. But I'm thinking, okay, well, all that dirt eventually is going to erode away again. How, how do you guarantee that doesn't happen? Well, once you, once, you, once you do the process, I mean, you're putting a wall around. Basically, what you're doing is creating a process like a pyramid. beam. You're creating something similar to a crawl space up underneath the house. So you're basically putting a wall or some lattice around it to keep that from happening. So um, I've been endorsing atlas foundation repair atlas was part of Gardline before i came on uh, so you had the the bill zacks and john burroughs speaking for back then when your dad started the company uh and one of the things that i remember i don't hear as much in the uh as i heard in the past is i know what foundation repair is if it's just i'm seeing cracks in the drywall and the brick and stuff like that um, but what is that system without raising the house? Is that any different from what we're talking about with raising the foundation? Basically, the installation of pilings, the same whether we're lifting a house a quarter of an inch or lifting it six feet in the air. It's just a matter of a number of pilings that we'll put into the ground. Typically, with foundation repair, you've got a problem on one part of the home. And so we will fix just that part of the home, whereas if you're lifting the house, uh, you have to put pilings all the way around the outside, all the way through the middle. But the actual in- installation of the piling is the same. Okay. So the other part of that was real fun. You know, we used to say the cable lock system. Ka-ching! Like that. Is, is that still in existence anymore? The original cable lock system is no longer in use. Uh, patents expired on it, and no one's actually using that system anymore. Okay. That's what I, I, I knew we did stop using the sound effect many years ago, but I didn't really know why. <laughs> it was always fun for the producer to always play the sound effect after we talked about Atlas Foundation Repair. Let me do this. I'm going to take a quick little break. Told you this is going to go fast and furious. We have to stay on clock. We'll come back. A few more questions for Rob DeShazer, Mark Chamberlain, Atlas Foundation Repair, as I like to call them, the men of Atlas. And we'll be back in just a moment right here on News Radio 740 KTRH. Here we go. Again, I want to get everybody, speaking of soils, This is not going to fix your foundation, but we're going to keep the soils healthy around the house all the time. Invest in the soil activator. What we were just talking about, after Harvey, we have so many soils that need remediation. If we're bringing in a bunch of clay and a bunch of sand, we have uh, mixing that and then top dressing it with the Medina Soil Activator. The Medina Plus is going to enrich the soil over time. You're going to get the bioremediation. You're going to get basically probiotics for the soil. It's like yogurt for the soil when you add the Medina Soil Activator and Medina Plus. Start investing in it. If we're still dealing with soil remediation issues after Harvey, 18 months later, you need the Medina products. You need all the Medina products. We had a question yesterday. Somebody called in and said, if you had, I forget the plant now, if you had it and just needed to green it up, what would you use? And I would say use the Medina for lawns because it's a 12-4-8. Talk about a cool NPK formula, like Joey and I were talking about earlier today, to green things up that are yellowing. I'm going to use Medina has to go for lawns. I'm just going to mix it at like two ounces per gallon of water and do a drenching or a foliar feed with that. MedinaAg.com. Check it out. Every nursery, every garden center, every feed store, every Ace Hardware stores carries the full line of Medina products here in southeast Texas. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. We dig what we do. Groovy. Yes, you took my heart. 
Well, and I'll tell everybody, y'all just turn your mics on. Keep them on this time. You don't have to turn them off ever until I tell you to. <laughs> uh, they, were, they were all being monitoring their on-off buttons like pros here. Uh, Atlas has been around since 77. Garden Line's been on the air since, like, 1986. And since 1986, Atlas Foundation Repair is one of the uh, sponsors, has been a sponsor of Garden Line since day one. Um, and I, th- I love that story. So I come in to take over for Zach, and one of the first people I had to meet was your dad. It was like, and I had to go out off of old, uh, old 290, okay. old Hempstead yep. Highway. Yep. Remember? Yep. So I had to go off old Hempstead Highway to meet, meet Mr. DeShazer himself, and he had to approve whether I was going to keep doing spots for Atlas <laughs> Foundation Repair. I guess I impressed him enough. I, I think Looks, so. It's, I guess you made a made a good impression. <laughs> thank y'all for being such a great sponsor of Guardline all these years, and thank you for seeing that. This is where I've, over the years, taken the responsibility. I want to make sure that companies do what they say they're going to do, take care of the Guardline audience. That's Felix, and that's my responsibility. So thank y'all on behalf of all the customers you've worked with from Garden Line, taking really good care of them. I can't, uh, I think back, I've never gotten a complaint letter about you guys. We work uh, work real hard to try to make sure we make every one of our customers happy as we can. It's really good to know. Yeah, so talk about Harvey again with people that got a lot of floodwaters and how the floodwaters, forget the raising, um, just the floodwaters rushing around a foundation. How does that negatively affect a home? What you're going to deal with, you got, when, when the water comes through the home like that, you're dealing with all kinds of issues. You're dealing with potential mold issues. The soil, when it gets extremely wet, the soil heaves. And when you get excess moisture, the soil heaves, which means it raises up. It does all kinds of damage to the foundation. So that is part of the process that's going on. I mean, everything, the, I mean, you've got wood rotting. You've got all kinds of stuff going on inside the house. Yeah. Uh, you just... Talk, I used to use the word heave and ho when talking about Atlas Foundation <laughs> Repair because a lot of people don't realize that even though we've had all these rains since August, if there was help, help filling the holes here, Rob, if you had a foundation issue prior to all the rain starting in August of 2018, it's still there. Yeah, you've got a problem, and it will come back. The house is... Uh, rides up when the soils expand from all the rain that we've been getting since August. And, you know, that door now works and that crack uh, is closed. But when we get a little bit of dry weather, it's going to come back and you're going to be uh, trying to close that door. And mom, mom and dad can't keep the kids out of the bedroom. And we'll, uh, we'll come back and help you make sure that that doesn't come back. That's for sure. All right. By the way, give out your phone number. So if anybody wants to write this down and give you a call first thing tomorrow morning, if they suspect they have a foundation problem, you guys will come out free of charge, right? Still? Absolutely. We'll come out and give you a free estimate at 713-641-4844. 713-641-4844. We'll come out. We'll give you a free estimate. We'll tell you if you don't have a problem help you find what that what is causing that problem if we can so i also told the story uh, you may know who this is and i'm not naming any names on the air but uh, actually before your dad agreed to keep using randy lemon in place of bill zach for alice foundation repair i had salespeople taking me out to meet potential new clients left and right and there was a guy that said look all i need to do is get my foot in the door you make my phone ring get my foot in the door cha-ching I don't care what the problem is. I'm I'm running up the bill. He didn't say running up the bill, but I could see how his mind was working. He, he thought as long as he get his foot in the door, he could spin some story about how the foundation needs to be fixed. That scared me. <laughs> I was like, I hope this is not my business that I'm into. Then I met your dad, 
And I got to be able to say, look, if the what you just said, if there's not a true problem, y'all aren't going to spin some story. You're just going to say, nope. Like Randy Lemon, it was a cosmetic issue. That's exactly right. And that's something we preach to our guys. They come out and look at the house. We don't try to uh, come up with a problem. If there's not a problem, we'll tell you there's not a problem. Uh, you've seen something and you want to get it fixed. We'll kind of give you a, a clue as to a cosmetic fix to that problem. You know, some people may not know this, and we only get like a minute to tell your story when we're doing your marketing for you. Uh, but one other thing you guys do is under slab plumbing rework. That sounds scary, too. Uh, but it's something you guys still do to this day, right? Absolutely. We still do it. Uh, we're doing it every day. Uh, it's uh, these older homes with cast iron pipes um, and other uh, system. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As they deteriorate, we'll go in, dig underneath the foundation, and replace all that. I think I would trust somebody with a foundation expertise to dig under a foundation for repairing bad plumbing work than I would just any old plumber. That's that's for sure, because you want to make sure that your house is going to stay stable after the work is done. All right, so Mark, how do we know? Let's go back to the original point why I wanted you guys in here, and that is raising foundations. Uh, when you guys go out there, how do you approve or disapprove and find out whether a home truly is uh, in need of a house raising or a foundation raising? Well, you get some engine, it depends. You've got two separate scenarios here. You've got house raising, then you got a stabilization standpoint. House raising is going to be anything 12 inches and above, and you've got to get there's all kinds of reports. You got to get elevation certificates. You, I mean, you got to deal deal with the county and the city and all kinds of stuff with that kind of stuff. So right. there's a process that goes there. We send our guys out there. They take a look at it. We get engineers involved, and then we take the process from there. I mean, it is a the house lifting is a very tedious process, but it's, it is a necessary process. Okay, give everybody the number one more time. Your turn, Mark. 713-641-4844. You're going to give out the other business's phone number, <laughs> aren't you? He's going to give out my cell phone number. So, okay, you want to do that? No, no really. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> 713-641-4844. If you're a web surfer, you go to atlasfoundation.net. That's atlasfoundation.net to learn more. I appreciate you guys giving your time this morning because it's something I wanted to catch the Garden Line listeners up in detail because I knew I'm not the true expert other than I can pass along the message. And thanks for everything you've done for Houstonians for all these years. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. And tell your brother and sister hi for me. I will do it. Tell your dad hi for me. I will do Hear it. For sure. And a small world story, uh, uh, Rob's dad, Hank, used to have the Arabian horse farm over by my house until, I guess, the money got too good for all the acreage he had out there, and they're developing a piece of property for a subdivision. <laughs> all right. I, I, you know, I like your dad, but I'm still not happy with him selling all that land to a subdivision <laughs> that's got to be built out there. I preferred the horse farm myself. M- me too. I, I miss getting to go out there. <laughs> yeah, some beautiful horses. I tell you that's what, one of a kind uh, type horses. You still have any Arabians? We uh, still have. Uh, Mom still got too many. Ho- um, 
horses at her home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Appreciate your time, guys. We're going to have to take a break real quick for news, weather, and traffic. And uh, I want to give uh, one more minute of time here for a friend of ours in the business, and that really has to do with the Arbor Gate. Uh, they are one of the great go-to places. How many times in the last 48 hours, how many times in the last 48 hours have we mentioned that if you're looking for citrus, you're looking for any kind of fruit tree, you need to get to the Arbor Gate. They have one of the best soils out there. You've heard the recorded ads on this radio show, the Arbor Gate organic soil complete. You can plant pretty much anything and everything in there. But if you're looking for whether it was uh, plants are like wet feet. We had that call today. We sent somebody over there. We uh, looking for a specific citrus tree. We sent somebody over there. They're on FM 2920, a mile and a half west of 249. They're online at Arborgate, A-R-B-O-R, Arborgate.com. I know they had a, a rose class yesterday. I was at the Home and Garden Show, so I didn't see how well attended it was. But my guess is uh, it was the uh, uh, cars on the street as normal around there because they had so many people that wanted to be taught by Gay Hammond. And let's see what's coming up. This coming Saturday, Simply Herbs. That's the class coming up the Arbor Gate. And I bet you that is Ann Wheeler herself. Nope, Henry Flowers from Glasgow Landscaping. If you're baffled about what to do with herbs and how to work them into the landscape, he'll help put an end to that mystery with the All About Herbs class. And that's going to be this coming Saturday at the Arbor Gate. 15635, 15635, FM 2920. That's a mile and a half west of 249. Tell it to me, Justin. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. Hey, I wanted to go through these uh, great deals from U.S. Trees of Texas again before we got back to the calls. 30-gallon crepe myrtles, especially Natchez. Those are the white-blooming ones that never get the diseases and never get the insects. They uh, 30 gallons are already 10 to 12 feet tall. They're just $135. If you go to USTreesOfTexas.com, they're on Cood Cemetery Road up in Willis. Um, I'd love for you to... Uh, just go to the website, ustreesoftexas.com. Uh, you may not see these special deals, and that's why I'm bringing it up. 30-gallon Vitex, very valuable tree to have around here, $135. Catching a theme here? 30-gallon wax myrtles, already 6 to 7 feet tall, 5 feet wide, very thick, very full, great privacy hedge. 30-gallon wax myrtles. $135. See, they're uniform pricing. I love that about U.S. Trees of Texas. 5-gallon live oaks. 5-gallon Already five, six feet tall. That's twelve fifty. That's it. Twelve dollars and fifty cents. Uh, being the grower and producer of these plants, though, that means limited supply. So um, you need to take advantage of the deals when I tell you about U.S. Trees of Texas deals. So go to USTreesOfTexas.com. They're on Cood Cemetery Road in Willis. You can go there Monday through Friday. If you want to go on Saturdays, you need to call them and set up an appointment. And again, that starts at USTreesOfTexas.com. All right, let's get the first call in this barrel here. Joe in Kingwood. Good morning, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning, Randy. I got your uh, newsletter with the coaching to get busy. Thanks for sending that. I've uh, applied barricade uh, weed pre-emergent, and I've got a couple of questions regarding uh, the bonide weed beater and Medina soil activator. I I've got Medina weed beater for southern lawns. Is it okay to use it now instead of weed beater ultra? All right, ask that one more time. I, I, I have weed beater uh, for southern lawns. No, so you can't use that right now. It's still too cool. 
Okay. The four southern lawns will yellow up and burn up grasses if used at the wrong time. Uh, how high does the temperature need to be before I use it? Uh, consistently highs in the 80s. Okay. With all the rain we've just gotten and forecasts for more starting early Tuesday morning, for both the uh, Weed Beater Ultra and Medina Soil Activator, how long after rain before we can we apply it, and what's the minimum time after we put it on before the next rain is forecast? Well, that, that first, you need six to eight hours of rain fastness. All right, it doesn't matter on the soil activator when you put it down. It can rain after soil activator. That's not an issue. It's just weed killing with liquid herbicides. We need six to eight hours of no rain. And can I put it on right after rain, or do you need to wait a while? Well, you, you should. You, yeah, I guess so. I mean, because you're basically going to be putting it on top of some wet blades anyway, and it'll push the regular water off. And then hopefully if you use the surfactant correctly with the weed killers, then you're going to coat those weeds with just the spray you need. Uh, so uh, just The only hours. thing you never want to put on damp grass is fertilizer. Okay. And if you do, then just water it in. Sounds funny after all these <laughs> rains, but yeah. if uh, even on damp grass, if you put fertilizer out and it sticks to the blades, you want to water it in real quickly for just a couple of minutes. It doesn't take much at all. Yep. But just wait until after the uh, the grass is a little drier. Yeah, I and grass dries out really quick uh, even after rains as long as we get some sunshine. Yeah. So I could put some out this afternoon, in other words? Yes, so you could put a weed killer on this afternoon if you knew you weren't going to get any rain. But this this fogginess, it's almost it's like a thick rain, or th- uh, it's like a rain. This fog that we're experiencing today, and it could make the liquid weed killer ineffective. If you knew you weren't going to get any rain for six to eight hours, yes, you could get busy this morning. Great. All right, Randy. Are we clear? I, I appreciate that. All right, good <laughs> clarification. That's what we do around here. 713-212-KTRH. Ironically, are you ready for this? Ironically, you can do Bonide Weed Beater Complete on this perfectly damp grass right now, and it will really work well. Because if you read the back of the bag of Bonide Weed Beater Complete, it talks about making the grass a little bit wet and then putting this out. Because you the post-emergent herbicide aspect of this great product, it needs to be on damp you know, weed, weed blades. It's really kind of a, a, an interesting sidebar. Could, is it irony or is it just coincidence? Huh? I don't know. If you are looking for Bonide Weed Beater Complete, though, I would look for it at like Friendswood Hardware, uh, Ace Hardware City on Memorial Drive, RCW Nurseries. We're going to talk about uh, probably another time throughout the day. Uh, you can also get it at both locations of Lake Hardware and Angleton and Clute. You can also get it at Warren's Southern Gardens over in the Kingwood area. So that's a a little option for you. Uh, And if you need more information about Bonide Weed Beater Complete and how it works, the granular version, then go online to Bonide, B-O-N-I-D-E, Bonide.com. Here is uh, Chris in West Houston up next. Morning, Chris. Morning, Randy. Hey, I think you just answered my question, but I'm ready to get busy with the schedule and drop down the uh, 15-5-10 and barricade pre-emergent. Uh, woke up this morning and the grass is a little wet, so I'm okay going ahead and dropping the 15-5-10 followed by the pre-emergent and then just watering it in for a few minutes, and I should be okay? You should be okay, but you got to be you – I have to be adamant. you got to water it in. You do not okay. want these things sticking on the grass blades. Okay, probably five minutes in each zone. Even less. It just depends, you know. 
you could go out there and do a great monitoring for us and tell us how long it took. And you could call us back next weekend and tell us, you know, this is how many minutes it took for uh, the – I put out the 15-5-10. I can see it sticking on some glass blades. I ran the zone for – tell me how many minutes you ran it before you noticed that it was disappeared into the root zone. Okay. It could well, be a great real- – you could be a great little case study for us. Okay. And I also got some azomite. I know that's kind of new for us to be able to get. Can I? I know. Wait you on a, the azomite if you ask me. Till we do our spring fertilization. Just right now, I'm just trying to get things growing quickly. You can blend the azomite with the 15510, but I don't want to complicate the issue with the damp grass right now. Okay, so hold off on that. Just okay. hold off until we get ready to do our next fertilization. That sounds great. Appreciate. If we didn't out. have all this dampness. I have no problem with you mixing the azomite in there. Okay, will do. I appreciate it. And I'm not going to stop you if you want to do it. (laughs) That's completely your choice. Okay, will do. It's just going to take more watering in, I think, when you blend the azomite with that. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. All right. We are going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Can you believe we're only a couple weeks away from our appearance at Warren Southern Gardens up on North Park, just east of 59? I can't wait to get on out there because I love this place. I love the people who run this place. WarrensSouthernGardens.com. 1675 North Park, to be exact. They do it all. I mentioned earlier today, you know, they have their own vegetative compost, and I got to experiment with a a sample. A sample. (laughs) It was eight cubic yards. I got to play with it. We used it as a a mulch in our landscape, and we built a couple of beds with it. And uh, we did some top dressing, kind of experimenting the top dressing. And I love good-looking vegetative compost, and this is one of them. So there's so many things they do from building pools to doing uh, stonework to building outdoor kitchens. But it starts for us on Garden Line. They're just a darn good garden center that carries all the products I talk about. And they have a staff there and the ownership there that knows how to answer all your questions. WarrensSouthernGardens.com, 1675 North Park. Be prepared for a Garden Line visit there March 2nd. That's a Saturday. Confirm that with me, Joey. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but I believe it's March 2nd. I believe that's the first Saturday in March. And that's going to be the day we're going to go out and pay a visit to Warren Southern Gardens from about 11 to 1 o'clock when we get off the air on that Saturday. You're looking at your calendar? Are you confirming? Ah, March 2nd. Yes, I feel better about that now. WarrensSouthernGardens.com. Garden Line. This is a filthy act. Where a little dirt won't hurt. I always say what I want to say, especially at those seminars at the Owen Garden Shows and when we do appearances. So next appearance is March 2nd, two weeks from now. I'm, I'm saying that to circumvent my own sister for saying, I have some friends that live in Keenwood. They're going to come see you next weekend. Uh, I'm not doing an appearance next weekend. Well, that would be this weekend. Maybe she did mean next 
weekend. I don't know. I'm not there until March 2nd. So I don't believe there's any appearance on. Am I looking at that right? Because next weekend is the 23rd. And I'm looking at our schedule and I see nothing February 23rd. It was blocked out for a reason. Then March 2nd at Warren Southern Gardens. March 9th will be at the one of the ground up facilities, probably the West Park Toll Road location. We've got an Ace Hardware March 23rd. That's going to be, I'm really looking forward to this. That's going to be Pearland Lumber and Ace Hardware store. We haven't been to John Lacine's store in a while. Um, March 30th is blocked, I believe because of Easter weekend. April 6th, we're going to be, I'm going to be in Silsby, Texas. When we get to March, I'm going to give you more detail about that every weekend coming up on March. April 13th, Ma's Nursery. And then that's all I, except for the Arbor Gate, May 11th. I know there's something else in uh, end of April. I think April 27th something got booked, but it's not on the, the old schedule. So these are some of the things we got coming up. Warren Southern Gardens is the next appearance, and that's going to be Saturday, March 2nd. Let's sneak in a call before we go this hour. Mike and Friendswood, good morning. Morning, Randy. Hoping you can save me a lot of work I don't feel like doing. Um, how important is it to rake up leaves and acorns uh, off the uh, St. Augustine grass? Critically important. Dang it. Well, I got halfway done yesterday. Blow it off. <laughs> I don't, I don't no, no, I mean, I take a blower and blow it off. I didn't mean, I didn't give you permission to blow it off. I didn't yeah, blow right. it off. Use a blower, <laughs> I <wouldn't>, dude. <laughs> I, I don't believe in blowers. I'm kind of old. Fashioned. Well, then uh, I guess you're going to kill your grass. If you're if you're lazy enough to not do that, but it, a blower works just fine. Actually, we were talking about this yesterday at the seminar, too. Uh, and I have a second question: What's going to happen to my uh, cyclamen uh, as it warms up? They're just going to fade away. They're just going to look worse and worse. Okay, but the leaves are, are going to die. They're not going to last. No, they're not a. Uh, they're not like a perennial. They're definitely an annual here. If you were to put some perennials under an oak tree with you know a half. Uh, heavy sunlight and half shade during the day. What's something that's going to last and be there next year? Not an annual. I know that, but any not perennial? a perennial, but more of a ground cover. Um, uh, particularly fond of things like ferns and gingers, and you have things like Algerian and English ivy have a lot of color striations. Hostas are more of an annual, uh, but. They treat it like a perennial in most cases. That's something that can come back if taken care of properly. You're in Friendswood. I could. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It, I could get away with hostas underneath a tree. Uh, okay. Most perennials and annuals need a raised bed for them to truly succeed with. Ground covers do not. They can handle the root competition of the tree. Okay. Okay, man. Listen, thanks a bunch. You bet. I hope you'll get busy with that. I'd hate to see you lose your lawn to the, the poisoning of the tannins that are in all the oak leaves and the acorns. Uh, will mowing help? Bagging it? Yes, it'll help. Okay. Got you. Dude, well, get a blower on it. <laughs> Seriously, one time a year, just blow all that stuff off. 
Okay. All right. Gotcha. And I, mean, I don't have time because if you look at the clock, we're going to start hearing music here momentarily. I could, you and I could go into a debate. I could tell you how wrong your thinking is if you have this mindset that I don't want to use a blower because I don't want to blow off all the topsoil. Well, okay, if you don't blow off the leaves and the acorns of the trees, then you're poisoning what soil is left behind. So I have no problem once a year blowing a little bit of soil off of the top of that just to get rid of the bad stuff. Okay. Okay. Thanks, is that man. the reason you didn't want to use a blower? I just don't like the noise. Uh you know, but I don't. It's the mind song raking. of my people, dude. R- raking helps to get a little fat up too. So <laughs> yes, then that's a good workout. Yep, right on. All right, okay. thanks, partner. You bet. <laughs> I I always hate seeing that argument on blogs and discussion boards. Oh, it's blowing off the topsoil. Welcome in. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to fast hour, so uh, so let's start lighting up the phone calls. Let me uh, talk about a couple of things related to some emails we've gotten in in the last 24 hours, and then uh, we'll get to the full board of calls at 713-212-KTRH, 713-212-5874. I mentioned this maybe twice today, the four-pound jugs we used as trees yesterday at the Home and Garden Show because of the circular round thing. We were looking at what a tree line would be. Well, let's talk about those four-pound jugs. They have 10 different flavors. Um, Joey, I'm going to give you at least six different flavors, and you tell me what the most popular one was, okay? Color Express. That's for annuals and perennials. Rose. Azalea. uh, Palm. Citrus. Azalea Food. And I think I'm missing one, but those are the six I can give you right now. I'm going to go with the the uh, citrus. Man, you're good. I'm impressed, Joey. Yeah, because everybody's buying all these citrus trees and fruit trees at this time of the year. Everybody wanted. And it was the dominant uh, number I had. I, I took more citrus food in the four-pound jugs than anything. But uh, if you're looking for great cost-effective fertilizers, very specific feedings, again, rose food, azalea food. Uh, the citrus and fruit tree, too. They also can do pecans with the citrus food from the Nitrofoss four-pound jugs. All those places we mentioned earlier, you can pick up the Nitrofoss sweet green, the Nitrofoss 15510. Start looking for the Nitrofoss four-pound jugs for cost-effective fertilizers that you can buy one little jug at a time. Um, also, this came up yesterday. It came up in the seminar. I'm pretty sure either it came up in the seminar or it may have been a phone call that we got yesterday. And it had to do with if I want to, um, I want to keep certain like crepe myrtles from getting insect infestations. Everybody was asking at the show yesterday about black city mold. And I said, well, if you want to prevent the black city mold, then you need to treat the tree with something like Bonide's annual tree and shrub insect control. Unless it's a, a kind of flowering plant that attracts a lot of bees. I don't want you to use this on certain flowering plants that are very attractive to bees. But when you're trying to control things like aphids and uh, lace bugs and scale on 
trees and they're showing a lot of black sooty mold later, then I don't have a problem like on Kramer's you use an annual tree and shrub insect control. Maybe you just have some trees that are getting that kind of damage. This is an annual tree and shrub insect control. One single application early in the spring is all it takes, and it'll work up through the root system and through the cambium layer of the tree and prevent it from having the insect infestation. You can get more information about the annual tree and shrub product online at bonide.com. That's B-O-N-I-D-E. And, uh, of course, uh, all those places we mentioned from Ang- Lake Hardware and Angleton. Uh, also, you can pick it up at RCW Nursery, Pearland Lumber, and Ace Hardware. A lot of different places, a lot of Ace Hardware stores, period, also carry most of the Bonide products. Uh, let me give you a, a, a quick overview real quick. I, I love making sure I cover the right places that uh, are having the annual tree and shrub product at this time of the year. Uh, Friendswood Hardware. Ace Hardware City, that's another one. I already mentioned RCW. Uh, Warren Southern Gardens, another one that we mentioned, along with the Lake Hardwares and RCW Nursery. So really good information on how to keep trees, especially bug-free in the summertime, is the annual tree and shrub from Bonide. Let's get to the Board of Calls. Who's been there the longest? That's going to be Tommy in Oyster Creek. Morning, Tommy. Good morning. How are you doing, Rodney? I'm good. What's up? I've got three questions. Uh I, I'm real close to a place, Living Earth, and they have two different soils. One of them, he said, was a mushroom mix. Oh, I and, never recommend mushroom anything here on the garden line. Uh, so okay, that's a no-no. Kind of, that's kind of what I thought. And then they have another soil mix, and I thought, well, I'd go ahead and get it than a mushroom mix. The uh, other unless question, it's their rose soil, I would stay away from the other thing too. Okay. I'll ask them that. If it's not raw soil, where would I go from here to get something? I, uh, I need at least a yard. The ground up is not that. And they can deliver. The ground up can deliver it in super sacks, one cubic yard at a time. Their veggie and herb mix is phenomenal. Okay. So I can get it from the ground up? Mm-hmm, and it's not that far. Okay. Cool. Uh, where are they located on? Well, they, I mean, if you want to go see it in, in person this week, you go to it's a West Park Toll Road at Grand Mission. So okay. come up the Grand Parkway, uh huh, and just go down the uh, West Park. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, go down the West Park Toll Road eastbound, and then you're going to get off Grand Mission and uh, you turn around. You'll see it as you pass by it on the other side of the road, but it's on the north side of the Grand Park uh, West Park Toll Road, uh, just real close to the Grand Parkway. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just. Go and Chad, here's what you need to do go to thegroundup.com. That's thegroundup.com. Um, we're going to be doing an appearance at that West Park location in a few weeks, a couple of weeks for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to that because this way I can introduce everybody to some of these soils firsthand. You, that way you can see it. He's out at the, uh, the the ground up is at the Home and Garden Show today. So you can go visit with Luis and his staff and see what these soils look like in person and see what their brand new triple ground mulch looks like. It's um, pretty much unlike any other mulch out there right now. I'm all about getting. Make sure you do the quality. Don't don't do anything with mushroom compost, mushroom dirt. I don't believe in that one bit because it's actual mushroom substrate. It's not really compost, and that's a whole other subject we can have. So anybody wants, just like what he was asking, what Tommy's asking, I just need a cubic yard. Well, have it delivered cleanly, neatly in those super sacks that the Ground Up does. And if you go to the Home and Garden Show today at the Berry Center and talk to the folks at the Ground Up, talk to them about those super sacks. They also do get this. They're doing half super sacks. 
Some people don't need a full cubic yard of compost. And if you just need a half super sack delivered, I think that's stinking awesome. Thegroundup.com. Uh, for you, though, the closest one is going to be West Park Toll Road, Grand Mission. There's one uh, on Brittmore, north of I-10. And then there's the other one on the, they call it the Winford location, which is near the horse racetrack. And I think the Winford location is the only one that does the triple ground mulch right now. Here is uh, Catherine in Spring Branch up next. Morning, Catherine. Good morning. Um, well, I've heard you, Randy, uh, talk so much about kill-till fill inside um, uh, for our lawns. However, I want to kill very humanely, <laughs> especially because it's under my oak trees. Well, we talked about that homemade vinegar solution today. Oh, you know what? I think I missed that. Shoot. Okay. okay well, it's real simple. In, in a pump-up sprayer, you put a gallon of vinegar. Regular vinegar? Yeah, any apple cider vinegar strong. or white vinegar. White vinegar seems to work best in this situation. I don't need to get the extra strong stuff. Nope. I mean, like the higher Just whatever rate. you buy at the grocery store from vinegar. Get a couple, okay. of, couple of gallons and fill up a pump-up sprayer. And for every gallon of vinegar, you're going to add uh, uh, two cups of Epsom salt and a quarter okay. cup of dish soap like Dawn. Okay. That's it. All right. Um, while I was waiting online, I have another question. I have dogs, and yes, my lawn is very important, but unfortunately, my dogs are more important. And um, we have created sort of like a big old rut in the lawn because we love to go outside and play. Um, what do you think would work best for a dog run? Sod, seed, or sand? Um, I think mulch. Oh, gosh. I was hoping it was going to rhyme. I was looking for a with <laughs> You asked me a question. My answer is mulch. Uh, when uh, I lived in Cyprus, I had two uh, Labrador mixes, and they made ruts, too. And they made a crisscross. It's kind of fascinating. They made a crisscross in the yard. So it was a big yeah. X. And then, of course, on the outer perimeter, they ran that. So I mulched that outer perimeter, and I mulched the crisscross in the yard so that when they went out, they were indoor dogs. Labradors, indoor dogs, they should not be, but they're just big lap dogs. Then they came in, and if there was a piece of mulch on their pad, I would much prefer that as opposed to the mud. Absolutely. Okay, so I've so got cedar mulch, cypress mulch, um, a, a one-time shredded hardwood mulch. You don't need, like, really expensive mulch to do this. Okay. Well, I've got two Australian shepherds. Do you have, like, any Australian mulch? <laughs> Down under mulch? No, I don't. But uh, it's kind of a clever idea. But I think for you, if I had, if I were in your booth, my my cedar mulch and cypress mulch always work best because it stayed in place, that locked in place really good. And see, cedar and cypress, if it came inside, even a big chunk of wood, it actually smelled better than a shredded hardwood mulch. So that was a. I don't have that problem now. I have a pug. <laughs> I definitely don't have that problem now. I have a pug. This is the Guard Line on News Radio 740. KTRH, quick little break. We'll be right back. If it grows, Randy knows. I don't make the magic happen. I just invite it in. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Please go watch the movie this week. Rent it, whatever you have to do. We're going to have to have a discussion about this next weekend. 
They used this song in the movie. We are having a good time today. Scott, email. Scott, you keep talking about ETS, enriched topsoil. Can I get that by the bag anywhere? Absolutely. Soil Mender. Go to Soil Mender Products website, soilmender.com. Look up Turf Soil Builder. They actually have two products that can meet this requirement, but makes sense. Turf Soil Builder. This is one of the ultimate topsoils and enriched topsoil. Uh, so to speak, they also have soil mender topsoil all natural. You could use that as an ETS as well. But they actually have one that's developed specifically for the lawn care part. And whether you're going to seed or sod, when we do the kill, till, fill in sod, I love ETS, and this is one of them. And contrary to popular belief, lawn care is more than just fertilization. You have to enrich the soil from time to time. And ETS can help you that. And Turf Soil Builder from Soil Mender will get you there. Go to the website, soilmender.com. shows you all the different places you can pick it up in the state of Texas. Here is Frank in Cyprus up next. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, uh, Randy. Um, I got a couple quick questions. I've got about um, 3,000 square feet of Celebration Bermuda on my lawn. And I believe I've got some take-all patch in it. And so far what I've done is I've treated it with um, uh, peat moss and some some spreadable compost, you know. And I wanted to know, you had talked at one time about there's some granular spreadable compost out there that can help it. Well, I, I mean, that, years ago there was a spreadable compost by the bag. Nowadays, that product line doesn't exist anymore, so the next best step is using Humates. So you yeah. have like things like Soil Mender, Humates Plus. You have, uh, I just, uh, I said, sorry, I, I, I mixed messages there. Soil Mender has a product called Stimulate, which is Humates and Molasses. And MicroLife has Humates Plus. Both of these companies yeah. have a really good Humate product that... Even though they're not allowed to put it on the bag, it's essentially like putting spreadable compost out. Right. That, that's kind of what they said on it, the micro life. The thing is, I just was the price. I was just trying to, you know, it's a little bit pricey for the. Well, my personal thing is, if, uh, first of all, I didn't. You think it's take all patch on Bermuda? I don't know. The, the thing is, is, is it's hard to tell other than the fact when you pull it out, there's little the clumps that come out. I can see where the roots are. You know, rotted all okay. the way through. Well, the compost so I, is I a good know. idea, but want, let's use real vegetative compost and get it spread in there. Right. That's, it's just a little bit hard to get it real fine because there's a lot of good grass around it. So you've got, like like I said, there's little patches of it where it's out, out and then those other parts are real good grass. So I just worry about it, you know, keeping the light out, you know, from getting in there. And um, Well, that those areas that are dead... It's not any grass at all. It doesn't matter. Right. You're right. That's that's correct. But the the thing is, is you've got you've got dead grass, dead spots. And you rake out the dead. Grass right you rake out it, the you know, dead so before you do the compost. Yeah, that's what I've done. I've dethatched okay. it and I've taken all, all that kind of stuff out. And I have put I've put peat moss and the spreadable. Don't just compost. don't stop with the peat moss. We're we've so stepped away from that. As an application, because just you know, there's no such thing as a peat moss spreader anymore. 
So it's just better yeah. to spread compost by hand with rakes. Okay, okay. And then my, my next question is, is, um, is it okay to put down some uh, 15, 5, 10 here in the next couple of weeks? With yeah, that? actually, the, like yeah. we said about two hours ago, it's a window. We opened it last weekend, and you got yeah. until March 15th to get your early green up down. Okay, okay, that's fantastic. So it's not too early to put that down. Not too and early, then, not too late yet. And um, if you're going to do the compost, then wait a couple of weeks, so you're in good shape. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, and, it, and it's okay to use, uh, how about Hick uh, or Gypsum or something like that? If you, if you well, that's why I like that uh, Stimulate product because you get the molasses and the humates. It works in place of gypsum. I'm not going to work the gypsum in if I'm going to use the stimulate. But if you want to put gypsum in, that's also the other one is uh, azomite. If you want to scratch in some azomite instead of gypsum, that's even better because of all the trace minerals loaded up in there. 713-212-KTRH is our phone number. Uh, let's sneak in one call. I'm going to mess this whole thing up, but I'm going to do it anyway. Here's Kendrick in Southeast Houston. Go ahead, Kendrick. Hey, how you doing? Ryan? Good. What's up? I just wanted to know, um, I wanted to plant, uh, uh, I just want to know what was a good time to plant my red leaf maple tree. It, today. Today it will be good. In other Cause words, I, I, it, you can plant it any time of the year. Oh, okay, okay, because um, I heard that it, it, it works good with that gumbo of soil, because I got a Well, actually, we have a tree planting technique I'd prefer you to read about before you do anything. Okay. All right. So if you'll even if you can just Google search Randy Lemon tree planting, uh, but we have tip sheets online at ktrh.com at randylemon.com. Uh, we want you to do a hole twice as wide, half again as deep. We want to work a permanent soil amendment in. Um, you can mix anything like gypsum or uh, expanded shale. S H A L E. Expanded shale is really good for this. And that thing, we're mixing the existing clay soil with a permanent soil amendment and then backfilling in that half again as deep and then backfilling in that twice, three times as wide so the root ball has and the roots have room to move in a more um, friable soil because we can't just take clay soil out the size of the root ball in question, shotgun shell it right back in there and expect the root systems to have any room to grow. Okay, because this tree is, um, I think, is about 5'11" tall that's how tall the tree is okay that it so, should work if you follow the technique okay and and how deep should the hole be and twice as wide and half again as deep as the root ball in question okay that okay. the tip sheet will tell you that so i want you to read it okay and um should i have any type of a mulch or you can mulch after you get it planted yes absolutely compost as mulch mulch really good mulch do not use dyed mulch if you listen to this program and uh, we'll take it from there. we got to take a break for news, weather, and traffic. Nikki, Nikki's sitting right by. And we'll be back with our final half hour of Garden Line for this weekend. Yes! Are you ready for the sunshine? Yes! <laughs> 
Are you ready for the summer? Yeah, I think I am. I'm just tired of this rain, actually. The dampness and the wetness and the humidity. But when summer rolls around, is your air conditioner ready <laughs> for the summer? AirTech of Houston, they have my stamp of approval. If you want to work on your home comfort system or you're looking into getting a new American Standard home comfort system. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer since 1985. That's AirTech of Houston. That's one of the longest ones around. All right. This weather, don't hit me with any tomatoes right now, but this weather's not going to last forever, right? So you want to get a call in to Bill Wagner and his staff over at AirTech of Houston. Get on board with them. If you have a current system that needs to be checked out, get it prepared for the spring or start the conversation about a new American Standard home comfort system. I was in the warehouse the other day visiting the gang over there at AirTech. They are really well stocked over there. They can get to you right away. Nobody should go without a really good AC person on the family payroll. You need a good home comfort specialist like you need a good mechanic or a new, uh, like a good yard man, don't you? Someone who knows what they're doing, understands your lifestyle, trusted and dependable. That's AirTech of Houston, 713-699-0623. Today, though, go online. Just read the information, then write the phone number down. Give them a call first thing tomorrow morning. AirTechofHouston.com, 713-699-0623. Let's go to, I believe, it's going to be Ned in Corrigan up next. Ned, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Good morning. What's up? Well, I got a stinging grass in my yard. Uh, I've been trying to kill it with Roundup, but it's not. Uh, I'm losing the battle. It's spreading out more and more all the time. It uh, stings when it stings you. It hurts you for about two days, and it uh, grows under the ground and comes up off of the roots. Well, Roundup is just a weed and grass killer. In essence, it's better for grassy-type weeds. And believe it or not, stinging nettle is more in a broadleaf category or even in the, um, oh gosh, well, nettle, because it's stinging nettle. And the nettle category gets treated better with broadleaf weed killers. Make sure you add a surfactant to the mix. But I've never had any trouble getting rid of stinging nettle uh, without when I use, like, Bonide Weed Beater Ultra along with a surfactant. What's the name of the company? I'm, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, Monterey. Monterey makes this Weed Whacker 2 formula that, while it'll stain the inside uh, yellowish-orange of your uh, broadcast, or not broadcast, your uh, pump-up sprayer, it works really good. The Weed Whacker 2, if you can find Monterey products, uh, is good against stinging nettle. And I, I don't want anybody to deal with stinging nettle either. You explained it pretty well in that if you get if you step on it, with bare feet, or you even hand touches it, uh, it will that sting will last for a day or two, and no one wants their kids on this. So I have no problem with you getting out there with a broadleaf weed killer added with a surfactant and a pump up sprayer, and you should be able to control stinging nettle very quickly. Okay, a broadleaf uh, killer, huh? A broadleaf weed killer, like we talk about when everybody calls me with their dollar weed questions, their clover questions, their not only stinging nettle, you know what else is kind of just creepy right now? Anybody ever gotten Velcro weed? That Velcro weed is crazy. 
I mean, it will really stick to almost any clothing out there. But again, it's a broadleaf weed, so it's so easy to take care of with broadleaf weed killers. And right now, we recommend the Cool Season herbicide, uh, unless you um, don't have very much grass to take care of in the Weed Whacker, and uh, Weed Whacker 2 formula. But gosh, I don't like the way that stains uh, things. I really don't. Uh, this is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH 713 212 KTRH. Last time I gave out the phone number right here. Ready? 713 212 5874. 713 212 KTRH is 212 5874. Here's Andy in College Station. Morning, Andy. Uh, I got a question about my primatals. How can I get rid of the black stuff that's on the bark? I've got a Well, you can get rid of the black sitting mold with Consan 20 or soapy water spray, but let's talk about the real issue. You ignored an insect problem back in the summertime. The only reason you're seeing all this black city mold now is because you had an insect infestation that was doing all these numbers on your leaves, dripping honeydew down to the stems and trunk below, and then you did nothing to control the insect problem. Let's get rid of the black city mold now. Let's go read up on black city mold, which tells you you had or have an insect problem. And uh, one of the ways we control the insect problem on crepe myrtles is to put a systemic insecticide. I was just talking about Bonite Annual Tree and Shrub Formula a little while ago. And then when you see the first sign of shiny leaves on your crepe myrtle, Andy, that means you've got an insect problem somewhere because it's dripping honeydew to leaves below. You catch it in that early stage, you'll never see the black sooty mold in the fall and the wintertime. Okay, tell me again, why do I need to treat that? Uh, uh, if you want to get rid of the black sooty mold now, get Consan 20, C-O-N-S-A-N, Consan 20. It's a fungicide, an unusual little fungicide that will help break up the black sooty mold. And whether you use soapy water or Consan 20, you still have to come back and rinse it all off. All right, we're going to take a break a little early on this segment because uh, we have to get caught up uh, by having our friends with Atlas in here. We got a little bit behind by about three minutes in our scheduling, so I want to give Joey a chance to get caught up on everything and a chance to get a couple more calls in there. We're definitely going to get to Zach in the Heights and the rest of you, well... I think we can take two more calls in behind Zach. If you want to call in, if you're fast finger dialer, you got uh, any need for a follow-up question, feel free right now. One more time. Once we get two calls in, we'll lock the board down. 713-212-KTRH. Garden Line. We're a grassroots organization. A thousand people in the street Singing songs and to carry inside Remember what part of town Sherry was calling from about the ball moss versus the air plant? No, it's okay. Definitely the username. I'll get I'm getting ready. About ten minutes. That's going to be posted on Facebook. What an air plant looks like versus a ball moss. And I'm showing you a bunch of different air plants in one picture and what ball moss normally looks like in one picture. Ball moss bad. Air plant good. And if you have ball moss and somebody tells you it's air plant, you better start treating. Better start treating quick. All right. I want to talk to you about Texas Remodel Team before we get to our last few calls here. If you want to improve your outdoor living space here in 2019, 
like that song said a little while ago, Are You Ready for the Summer? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Are you ready for the summer? Well, if you don't have your roof extension, you don't have that patio cover, that pergola, outdoor kitchen redone, you're not really ready for the summer, are you? Uh, just stop that then if you're not ready. Get ready for the summer. Get ready for the spring with an improved outdoor living space with the help of Texas Remodel Team. Go see everything they can do for you online first at TexasRemodelTeam.com. You can trust them because I do. They're Angie's List Super Service Awards winner, A-plus rating with the BBB. And you can call and set up your own appointment at 281-612-5991. 281-612-5991. If you want the Randy Lemon discount, ask for it. You can call and ask for it. You can register for that discount online at texasremodelteam.com slash offers slash radio. 281-612-5991. All right, let's get things rolling. Last few calls. Here is Zach in the Heights, as promised. Morning, Zach. Hi. Uh, yeah, I had a brown spot show up in my yard. It started out about the size of maybe a five-gallon bucket lid, and it grew, and got about the size of a small kid pool, and I'm not sure what it is or what to do about that. That's brown patch, and you can't do anything about it right now anyway. Brown okay. patch is a fall issue, September, October, November. Like you said, it started last fall, and that's when you should have done the treatment to kind of stop it in its tracks. But at this point in the game, there's nothing to do about it in the springtime because it's a fall issue. It has everything to do with the temperature at certain times of the year and the moisture that's out there. You can't control the moisture. Uh, right now, the temperature is not such that brown patch is going to spread any further. As we like to say, and as simple as the statement is, it is what it is right now, but you will be able to green yourself out of it if you follow our fertilization schedule the rest of this year. Okay, perfect. So is it something that I should expect Next year, yeah, if you don't to... get on a compost top dressing treatment or don't stay ahead of it when you first see the telltale signs in September, October, uh, you can do treatments against it in that time. And, it, you know, you can stop it right in its tracks. But if you ignore it, it'll grow quickly in a week. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. You bet. Next, next to the last call, Jim Conroe. Morning, Jim. Morning, Randy. How you doing? I'm good. Great. Hey, listen, I resodded the yard back in uh, 1st of December. Um, haven't put early green up yet. Uh, we used the 443 in the soil and compost that we put underneath after we killed till and fill. Um wondering what I should do now. I haven't greened up yet. What could I do to enrich the soil to help this stuff make sure that it comes? Compost top dress if you have existing grass. Okay, yeah. How long has the grass been down? Since uh, 1st of December. So you feel like it's locked in? Uh, yeah, pretty much, yes. Uh-huh. You can do enriched topsoil instead of a compost if you want to. It's a little bit thinner, and it's a, it's a little bit uh, less work to rake in and put a yeah. thin layer of enriched topsoil. But eventually, once this is locked in at about month six or eighth, I would prefer you to do a compost top dressing. Okay. Well, I've got some uh, Nature's Way uh, compost uh, that I require for them. Uh, I think it wouldn't hurt just to uh, just try and rake it in, put a little bit all all around it. No, I wouldn't. I just want to make sure it's locked in when you start raking because December, yeah. January, February—that's really not even three months of root establishment. It looks pretty good. And looks pretty go out and do a test. You know, tug on it. Yeah, yeah. If it's I, locked I in, you can do the compost top dressing easily. Okay. Uh, should I use some of the uh, oh, Medina soil activator? You can do that after the compost goes down. Sure. 
Okay, and just spread spread your real good with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good shot. Anything I like the way you're thinking, good? dude. Hey, I listen to you. That's <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, I was like, right. I was like, I like his kindred. We kindred spirits there. I like this guy. So he and I could hang together, right? Uh, here's Joe and Alvin up next. Morning, Joe. Good morning. What's hey, going on? A, uh, I've got a Myers lemon tree. That the leaves are curling up. Uh, they've been curled up, and I was going to prune it around this time, but now it's starting to bud out. Should I mess with it at all? Oh yeah, you, can, you should prune it. Even though it's starting to butt out, go ahead and give it a clean-up pruning. It'll help get all the leaves that are curled with the Asian leaf miner. You need to read up on citrus leaf miner. I said Asian leaf miner. That's different. Citrus leaf miner. Uh, that is something you can get a handle on now that you do the pruning. And when the new growth starts coming out, that gets treated with the alternating controls of neem oil and spinosad. We have that in a tip sheet on Citrus Leaf Miner on, at randylemon.com, ktrh.com. You can also just Google search Randy Lemon and Citrus Leaf Miner so you know what you're dealing with. But by doing the pruning now, you get to get the old damaged leaves off in a great way and know that the new leaves that are coming out, that's the one that you want to absorb the neem oil, the alternating of the neem oil and the spinosad. So you think Sherry was West Houston? We'll make that we'll make that assumption, right? I'm getting ready to post that for ladies and gentlemen, the air plant versus thanks to all the calls today. Thank you, Joey Griffin, amazing Joey G, for uh, getting us through this weekend, especially when we were on site yesterday. I know it's not as fun when we do it for the, for the producer to not have us right in front of his face and you know, kind of working through when we can see each other's eyes on things like that. But um, did a great job yesterday. Thank you for today. Thanks to our guests, Rob DeShazer. Mark Chamberlain, the men of Atlas. Thank you, Nikki Courtney. Thanks to all the callers. I'm looking forward to seeing all my friends. Going to have a whole table of Aggies at uh, the Rub tonight. Rub, Rodeo Uncorked Best Bites Competition. R-U-B-B, Rub. The Rodeo Rub. That takes on a whole different meeting when the, the barbecue competition starts on Thursday. If you're going to that, have fun with that if it's going to be raining as much as they say it is, huh? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.